ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. On is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, so much going on today. Drake Toll doing his thing, Aaron Sexton as well as we get our broadcast day uh, started, and uh, lots to discuss today, including what Drake has been doing some major research, and he's been digging deep, and I feel like, I mean, first of all, he's become kind of a Utah expert, so we could have some Utah Utes uh, information break out at any point. But this is going to be a strong day. And we got to react to a Rangers free fall. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, it is uh, breaking news. And Drake, who is with us now three to five on a daily basis, will get used to hearing that sound. And know that's time to kind of rush to the control central. And generally, we just kind of kick it to... Aaron Sexton in the newsroom. I'll handle this one. Dallas Cowboys defensive end Sam Williams arrested Sunday in Frisco and booked on charge of possession of a controlled substance and the unlawful carrying of a weapon. Um, Is accused of possessing less than one gram of THC, an extractable active ingredient found in marijuana uh and of course this is a uh, according to frisco police police the alleged thc uh is a penalty two group substance and it's drawn a felony charge now drake first of all welcome in as always always interesting to start the show with some cowboys arrest news yeah. Now, I would say this is interesting. Cowboys were able to keep a cap on this thing. Think about it. This happened Sunday. I believe, Drake, we're sitting here on Wednesday. Yeah. And the news breaks today. Normally, and, and the media, of course, is coming back from California, kind of everybody getting back, trying to get caught up on rest. Normally, a Cowboys player, especially a player of this magnitude, uh, you would not uh, you would not keep that arrest quiet for more than 24 hours. In this case, it was. I think uh, Drake. The biggest concern here is the the fact. I think with marijuana and way, the way the NFL looks at it now, yeah. you're kind of okay. But the fact that whatever this substance is, that this is a felony. Which makes you think, okay, this is something. This is a little souped-up drug that he had. Whatever his controlled substance wasn't just like, hey, he had a little edible in there with him. Uh, something 
of a little stronger nature. Not but, actually, uh, not really. Is, it's probably a vape pen. They just charge it as a felony. If you have a vape pen, it it, it gets knocked up to a felony. Yes, I, and I I don't know that that's what this is, but I that's the first thing I thought when I saw it when they kept taking. Talking about THC and other methods, uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, we got caught with a vape pen." Well, with boy, that's THC a bad, in it, obviously, that's a bad scene because marijuana is one thing, but whatever he had in there that's kicked it to a felony uh, is uh, another problem. Does that mean he's going to get convicted on a felony charge? Probably not. No, uh, yeah, but yeah. but Drake, this is. Uh, what whatever happens here for a player that they need and is extremely important to the defense, not a great look, not a great way to start the season. Also not the first thing that the guy has done. In mm-hmm. 2022, he was driving 100 miles per hour, made a left in a 55, made a left turn and hit a guy. Now, nobody was seriously injured from that. But I feel like we've said, oh, which happens a lot in sports. Oh, good athlete. We don't really have to talk that much about it. And, and Matt, honestly, the same thing's going to happen with this. We're going to look back in two years, mo- more likely than not, and say, huh, remember that random THC Sam Williams thing? Because he's the same guy that promised 10 sacks this season. He was top five in rookie of the year voting in 2022. Uh, Auden Dirty, the, a, a new assistant Defensive coach for the Cowboys, he's been there a couple of years now, said in the offseason, you can see that he's learned to develop himself, that he has become a true professional. He comes in and you see that he has changed his coordination, his stance, everything. He's become a true professional. We've been talking about how this guy, Sam Williams, yeah. could be an X factor for the Cowboys defense. And not only did he do this, a couple weird things about this, Matt. And there's always, you know, sports people, athletes, they do stuff, and then we talk about it, and then it goes away after a while. And again, this will be no different. But he has the possession of marijuana charge. And, of course, you mentioned the NFL has become a little more lenient. This will either be a fine or a suspension. I bet they slap him on the wrist for 25, 50. Maybe we go wild in 75K. We call it a day because he was at practice on Tuesday. This was after the game mm-hmm. on Sunday, and he has since been to a practice. So I, what's weird to me is that this is coming out now, and the Cowboys are like, oh, you know, we done been knowing this. And I guess they, they don't care to the extent that he was hanging out, participating at practice on Tuesday. So I think that Dallas is going to look at it and say, wow. oh, Star athlete does something kind of bad. I guess it's a felony. All right, see you in it's week all, one. It's all relative. I mean, if you think yeah. about they had Kelvin Joseph, who was involved in a drive-by shooting, and it's not like they kept him away from the team right. in the aftermath of that. Far more serious. Now, to your point. The Brandon Miller on, thing. On, Guy's in college this, and yeah. supplies a murder weapon, and they're like, oh, you know, kids. Kids will be kids. This is this yeah. happens all the time in sports. Yeah. But according to police, to to tie up the other instance you're talking about, in that in that incident, neither drugs nor alcohol were believed right. to be a factor. Just stupidity. It was just wild driving and stupidity. And he'd already been reported that night and uh, for acting a fool and. Yep. Uh, he suffered minor injuries. Remember, he had a con- concussion symptoms, and he had to miss the Cowboys' Christmas Eve win over 
the Philadelphia Eagles. That that assistant coach you're talking about, the defensive line coach. Yeah, I got to visit with him a little bit Odd and out dirty. of camp. Yeah, and um, he he's British. And it's a really kind of fascinating guy. In fact, when they did hard knocks a few years ago, I yeah, think he'd already arrived same guy, on the team. Isn't it? Yeah, and he's an interesting kind of an interesting guy. Um, and uh, but anyway, he this is a uh, this is interesting. I, I the, the one that grabs your attention is the felony charge. Right. Because, again, that doesn't end his season or anything like that, but it's just a more serious level of charge and one they have to take on. And it's just one more distraction that you didn't need. The distraction should be, well, are they should, are they, should they play their starters? Well, who's going to be? Hey, why are those defensive guys still out there in the fourth quarter? Uh, th- those are the, the distractions you can deal with. Um, now, Drake, the good news is the Cowboys have had so many suspensions and distractions That's over the, the years. <laughs> they're, they're, oh, yeah. they're built for this. All right? So there's not, it's not like they're going to get totally distracted by it. He is still with the team in practice, but this is a deal. And, and by the way, tomorrow, now that this news is out there, let's see, the morning news had this out there as of 11.06 a.m. this morning. Think, seems like it started breaking in that 9 or 10 a.m. Uh, range. That means tomorrow, uh, and I'd have to look, because I know I was going to run out there and hear from McCarthy tomorrow. Yeah. I think he's talking at about 10.30 or 11 tomorrow morning I'd have to look and see if he's scheduled well, to do talk Do you know what today. he's going to say, Matt? You know exactly what he's going to say. I could tell you what he's going to say. This is not. This is going to be nothing. We're going to look up in two weeks, and it's going. To, everything points to this being, and you mentioned it, this is not the first time a Cowboys player, it's certainly not the first time a former Ole Miss player has done something of this caliber. I don't, you know, somebody's going to ask, and McCarthy's going to say, oh, you know, can't do that. We We'll take care of it, and then bygones, bygones be bygones. We'll move on. I don't. Do you see anything else coming of this? This other than uh, Sam Williams, don't do that again. See you in week one, and he has two sacks. The alleged THC as a penalty to group substance drew a felony charge. That's what I see. Okay. That's what I see. Okay. I mean, I think I think the NFL when they weigh these things. You're going to look at a misdemeanor. Also, there was a weapons charge. It's really hard to get arrested for any sort yeah. of weapons charge in Texas. True. That is a misdemeanor. That I think they'll hold his gun for like 30 minutes, and then they'll hand it back over <laughs> to him and say, right. go about your way. Make sure it fires correctly. Well, and you, you, you now, get charged with the weapons charge after the possession charge because it's illegal to have a firearm when you're in possession of an illegal substance. Mm-hmm. It would be legal for him. So, Assuming so he's not a felon to have the firearm have the, in Texas. If he didn't have so, the... Uh, correct. Yeah. Guy, guy who plays in NFL has a gun, which, as we've seen, this has been a big topic recently in professional sports about can athletes brandish guns or not, which they are, you know, citizens like you or me, Matt. If somebody else can have a concealed carry, then Sam Williams can. But the problem we've gotten to is Sam Williams had marijuana in his car, and then after they found the marijuana... They found a gun, gave him a felony, and that was on Sunday. So it, the gun's fine. It's just because he had marijuana with the gun. Is that Correct. what I'm? Is that what I'm understanding? Does does none of this? I think this Aaron is, just uh, yeah just yeah. Is that what we're that. going for there? Yeah, that's what happened. It's the same thing if people. 
like it's legal to have a gun in your car, but if you get arrested for DWI, you'll also get yeah. a gun charge yeah. well, oh, so after you're charged with DWI. Do we know if he was under the influence of this marijuana? I haven't seen anything. Right. So if you just have, so say a guy's got some THC in the back seat, I don't really Again, know how this stuff the works. The only thing you're missing here seemingly is this, because of the combined and because of kind of Aaron had a good description, we haven't heard that yet, but Aaron may be on to something uh, with the vape. Yeah. If, if, if you've got a felony charge, it just the fine, whatever happens to him, again, what will happen in the end is he'll keep practicing, they'll keep going, and maybe, maybe the Monday before the first game, which is coming up pretty quickly, oh, yeah, we'll correct. get some kind of announcement. But the felony is a problem. And 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 that's where the the now the the NFL could take the uh, course of we're we're gonna he's fine, we're gonna let the legal stuff play out. And that's where because as you said, it's not great that he has this pass thing. The pass thing's not huge. It's 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 ridiculous. And he, and he did have to post bond. Oh, yeah. It's and I think stupid. they picked him up on it, and then he got hurt. But the only time that c- part of it comes in is when the NFL's deciding if they feel like there's a pattern with Sam Williams doing this stuff, then you do at least get into a game or two. Yeah. They could they could consider a game or two. But, uh, but uh, Matt, if this happens, if say he gets a speeding ticket next week for going 95 and a 45, I still don't think he's going to get suspended. And he's 24. He's a, he's on the younger end here, but we we see a consistent pattern of again, professional athlete does bad thing, nothing happens. Nothing of substance happens. Pun intended. Nope. Yeah. I don't think you did. I think you decided to lean into yeah, that. Yeah, I said substance. Uh, at, at, what I did there. Post. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I think Aaron and I realized what you did there, but um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's really um, it's unfortunate timing. I guess yeah. the only thing you could say is at least it happened before the last preseason <laughs> game. Yeah, um, he's going to be. He's. It sounds like and he, and it didn't harm anybody while he was out. I. It, it seems like he's going to have continue to have a history. I don't think he makes great decisions in far no. as far as like the speed with which he drives. And I would say to your point, and Aaron, way in here, I would say that eighty percent of pro athletes are armed or have a or have a gun. Uh, that they travel with just for protection. Now, again, the problem comes in when you combine that with something in your car like that. And yeah. then, of course, you've got players that will show up and accidentally bring it to the airport or something, right? Which you they, shouldn't They'll have do. something yeah. in their baggage. or Well, it happened to the head coach of the Cowboys one time, yeah. and that was Barry Switzer. And he goes through the – he's going through security. You know, they have charter flights, right? But he's out there at the airport, and they, they still have to go through security – and his gun, mm-hmm. he's got a gun in his duffel bag. Simpler times. And um, that, um, <clears throat> well, he did get into some trouble. I can't remember the deal. But that gave him the nickname from Randy Galloway, who I did radio with many years, uh, as Gunsmoke. And so he was just known. That's all. With very famous old uh, uh, Western, TV Western. Yeah. But he was known from then on as Gunsmoke. So that was. Uh, so what you're that, saying is. 
Don't bring a gun to the airport. Is that the moral of this entire Sam Williams story? That is story? great advice. Okay. All right. So I, Aaron, I just has that ever almost happened to you, or have no, you known anybody no. that's happened? Pocket to? knives. I do. I've, I know people who have brought a pocket knife on accident. Now, now that happened to me. I just I know Aaron Sexton one, who brought a pocket. A knife. A small one that I had for work when I was bartending. Right. Um. I just forgot about did it. Did they we, freak out? How did no, that play out? Um. They see them every day. You empty your pocket at security, and they're like, "Oh, you can't take that <laughs> with you. You can either." You know, they said, "Oh, that's yeah. the reaction." <laughs> You can't, you can't take that with you. you. You can put it back in your car, though. You still have time for your flight. Oh. I was like, oh, we got dropped off. Just throw it and do whatever y'all do it to dispose with them. It, you know, I well, think it was see, 10 I bucks. I had kind of a meaningful one that had the, uh, like, a painted wolf on it. I'm, I'm way into wolves. Matt, <laughs> what? Made no, I, <laughs> don't don't what? be so shocked. No, I'm just, I, the conservation. A painted wolf I have a, knife. I'm a huge, way into wolf. I'm. Just let me, I'll tell you if you'll just wait. I'm way, I love wolves, and I like to study wolves, and I like to try to prevent them from being, like red wolves have almost been shot out of existence in certain place, and they're almost extinct. In fact, in one part of the country, there's only like five of them left. So on my pocket knife, as I went into a, a Cowboys game, I think it had a wolf on it. It was kind of a nice, I mean, I'm not saying it was like a family heirloom, but it's one I didn't want to lose. Because of the wolf. It had yes. no sentimental value but to I me, had to, but it I had a sadly, wolf on it. Well, it, again, it, I, it was a nice gift from somebody. Okay. And so that's it. And then I, as I'm going in, they confiscated it. And I had to do the same thing Aaron did and go, I think there was some, there was some thought where I could have maybe gone back to my car, which is probably what I should have done. Yes. And, but I was too lazy to do that. I mean, I was maybe running late for the game, which is, would be most like me. You didn't call Barry and Switzer? I, I didn't. Yeah, Switzer. No, he had the loaded gun. Right, right, right. Yeah. He would Mine be able was to help far you less uh, egregious. Yeah. Boy, I heard, speaking of egregious, I wish I could remember what last night somebody used the word egregious in the wrong way. I did on one other front, guys. I saw... And we'll, 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 I may save this for our, our next segment, which is, which is some baseball. Yeah. I'll tell you, in addition to the Rangers just completely falling apart, I think I saw the greatest catch uh, I've seen in the last 10 years of Major League Baseball in that Rangers game last night. We discuss all that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. The Fifth Street Market and Nursery is Bosque County's premier nursery, greenhouse, and boutique. Discover a variety of indoor and outdoor plants, unique gifts, and local artisanal products at their family-owned nursery and garden center. Located in Clifton off Fifth Street, Highway 219. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. Check them out at FifthStreetMarket.com or on Facebook. Let their passionate team help your vision bloom into reality. Come shop the greatest selection in Central Texas and save big on Ram trucks during the Make This the Summer event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, 20% off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. The choice is yours. Plus, if you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 bonus cash. We've got the inventory and we're making big deals. Hurry in today. They won't last long. Allen Samuels in Waco is the place to shop Ram trucks. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Oh, thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. 4.5%? <laughs> that is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we added a high-yield savings account just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash 450 save and open your account in under five minutes. Wow. Uh, what'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 4.5% APY. Plus, you can take your money out anytime you need it. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY's annual percentage yield. Membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit EECU.org slash 450 save or call 800-333-9934 for details. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Keep that going there. It is uh, 
the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And um, it's Matt Mosley. It's Drake Toll just sitting over there looking like he could maybe be out on the wing, yeah. maybe go in the portal and show up, play for McMurray, somebody along those lines, maybe kind of a D3, D2 situation. Drake instead came to focus on broadcasting journalism and here he has landed at ESPN Central Texas all the way uh, from Bologna, Arkansas. And uh, makes me think of a place in, uh, there's a Michigan, there's like a Bologna, Michigan, or a, oh, man. L- oh, L- it's L-I-V-O-N-I-A. All right, that's what it made me think of. Livonia, and Mike Madonna is from there, one of the, one of the great uh, Dallas stars of all time, probably the greatest Dallas star of all time and for some reason drake you strike me as a man who's been to your fair share of dallas stars games in fact i could see the atos wow thinking that would be a good date no that's just you guys have replaced so when i was in school y'all are what the fidelts used to be you're Cool. cool and awesome i don't know if i'd go that far um well very cool good guys good guys uh, you certainly have some guys in your fraternity that came from some money. I'm not saying you're one of them. I'm not making any 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 statements. All right. But might decide, like, you might somehow get the fraternity, get about 10, 15 guys together, and go up to Colorado for a concert at the last minute. Because somehow, some way, you get your parents' money, or maybe y'all have been out working. But I'm just saying that was kind of the Fidel's. Like, instead of having their formal, where we all did, over at, like, Mickey's or somewhere just off campus or out in Cyclone, Texas. Yes. Y'all might try to go have one in Vail or go to Colorado or something. I feel like like y'all are leaning that direction. Now, what's interesting to me, though, about the ATOs, y'all have embraced Baylor athletics. Yes. And I think that's a really cool – that's probably – it used to be kind of Chamber did all the Baylor stuff – KOT, a local fraternity, um, they really, Baylor loved them because, and, and they could do, even though KOT would do stuff to get kicked off, but they wouldn't kick them off because they did so much for the university. And then when the Fijis, my group, did anything, it's like, okay, you're off campus. You guys oh, are yeah. you guys are busted. But the kicked ATOs, yeah. very, I like y'all's commitment right. to athletics. Did that start, like, had that already started before you arrived on oh. campus? Matt, somebody had to do it. It was me. I took over the Twitter account and started. Well, I, I was in Twitter jail for a little bit. You know, I had gotten in some Twitter yeah. trouble, so I You're took not over. not far from that now, by the way. <laughs> so I'm I actually, my shirt is off right now in the studio. It's crazy you mentioned my athletic prowess and me chilling out in the studio. My shirt is off because Aaron challenged me. He saw that I have almost, I, I have I'm, I'm three followers away from another thousand mark on Twitter. So he told me to take my shirt off until I hit the next thousand mark on my Twitter. So, yes, Matt, we as ATOs are the fun, whimsical guys that support the athletics. It's crazy you mention all that, though. We did have our formal in um, – I can't say that. We um, we did have a date event at out the of Dallas – Out of town is a way to put yeah. it. We did have a date event at the Dallas Stars game. So we did have an actual date mm-hmm. event, a date – take a date at the Dallas Stars game. And then something else you mentioned. Uh, we did go – I did go with a couple of ATOs to uh, Red Rocks in Colorado and see a Tyler Childers concert. So, yes. Yeah. But, I oh, look, I paid for it all myself. So, wild story, Matt. This is nuts. My, I get to uh, – I get outside. I'm going to this concert in Red Rocks. You know, 
I, I like to tell I like to tell students this. If you're a student listening here, take this, and, and if you're a parent listening, plug your ears. The difference between an 89 and a 98 in a class is nothing. The difference in that grade is nothing if those nine points are spent making a story, doing something awesome, having a good time. Go out and spend some of those points. Have a good time. Don't stretch yourself out too much. So I saved up a ton of money, flew out to Red Rock. So I wake up that morning, the day of the flight. My wallet's been stolen out of my car. Not good. I have my passport. I borrow $100 from a buddy, and I'm going to get on that flight. I get to Austin, get on the flight, fly from Austin to, I don't know, connected in Dallas, and my flight gets delayed eight hours. I take off in Dallas the second that Tyler Childers is hitting the stage. I land. I pay a former fraternity brother $50. He drives me from the airport to Red Rocks. I see the last six songs of the concert at Red Rocks, my first time seeing Tyler Childers. Well, wild. I document this whole thing on Twitter. Twitter's a great app. I document the whole story on Twitter. And who but Treston Ebner sends me $900 to cover the entire cost of that trip. He found out about it, found out my wallet got stolen, found out that I was having a ton of these issues, and he sent me $900 out of the kind the rookie running back for the Chicago Bears out of the kindness of his heart. Couldn't be a better guy. How fun is that, Matt? That's Aaron, all because I'm that, ATO. Is that is that really the best use of trusted Ebner professional <laughs> football players' money? Like, is there yes. is like a is a wealthy fraternity kid from Baylor right off? Worth wealthy. <laughs> worked for my that, five jobs, Matt. I don't. I don't care. We all did. We all say we worked for it. I had a job in school too. I do but care. I okay. You. Uh huh. You have worked for it. That is great. But I'm just. I still stick to my guns. That that a the Tristan Ebner Foundation sending money to you was not a. And unless you've come from money or don't have have an understanding of money, yeah. Um, you would never attempt what you did. Most people would at that point give up. But the truth is, now, you, now here's the good part: never give up. I paid. If I paid done, way too much to give up. If you've done four or five jobs and you've paid a bunch of money and you've done all your China Spring stuff and you were desperate to go to that, I think I even had you on the air. You right did. After I that. forgot about that. I did yes. come on the because air to talk I, about it. I saw this on Twitter. Aaron, you remember this? I do. We saw Drake. <laughs> yeah. Drake was having. Man. What we didn't know is that Trusted Ebner had sent him money. Um, Not just any money, a lot of monies. That was crazy, man. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't complaining. Yeah. Send a check back now that you're making all this radio money. Make sure you reimburse. I've not gotten a single. It's been six days, man. I don't have a dime. <laughs> Aaron, a, let's make sure. We do, you do there. not need to. Yeah. That, that. But very. That is a very interesting story. Now, the uh, and and just to let you know, we'll get back to this in the four o'clock hour. This Sam Williams story. Cowboys defensive end is arrested on weapons and controlled substance charges. Uh, Williams allegedly found with less than one gram of THC, which is nothing, but he had the gun in there with the THC, and and there's a, an allusion in these reports to something else that kind of takes it up a level, and Aaron seems to think maybe it's a, we haven't heard anything about a vape pen, but even our people are calling in, suggesting that perhaps when you take THC, and have to get it in a certain form to then get it into your vape, that perhaps that in Texas rises to the level of a felony. This comes to a very naive Baptist kid. Yeah. I, I do not I know much about THC. I just graduated from college, and I have no idea what any of the words you just said are. <laughs> 
if somebody could help me out. I, you know what? I don't know what THC stands for. I don't. Now, Aaron, I'm being somewhat honest about my uh, mis- not really understanding. I do. I think I don't. I what think, do you? What, uh, what do you man, mean? I think Drake's being disingenuous a little bit. I think about the ATOs it. are out there rolling them. We're not, yeah. Matt. We're good kids. We are good kids. Now the KOTs just smoked cigarettes when I was there. <laughs> they did. They loved to smoke. They're not classy enough for that anymore. I don't know what they do now, but they were Cheap they were Swisher sweets of... from the Spate Mart's. What they get? Swisher sweets yeah. from the Spate Mart. Yeah, yeah. Those are still to this day some of my best friends. So not don't want to Swisher sweets people. I'm putting them down no no the uh the, the kot's of course all That's right matt mosley show we've become distracted which i'm afraid is going to happen entertained more and more well it makes one of us no no that's good <laughs> that's good now drake um rangers last night uh i mean this is getting out of hand yeah and and we got to get back to this and we may come back to it at 420 yeah. but they've uh they, they're they're getting tracked down in fact uh they now I, they're not playing tonight, and that's a great thing. Yes, because that means yeah. they can't get completely jumped tonight. You know, if the Astros win, they'll just tie for the lead. They got a half game lead on the Astros and a one game lead over Seattle. They've let everybody back in, and the pitching wasn't good last night. The hitting wasn't great, and as I said, there's somebody last name of Thomas out playing center field. For the Diamondbacks. I do not pretend to be some kind of big, all-knowing Diamondbacks guy. I, I follow the Rangers very closely. Astros, some of these other teams. The guy's name was Alec. Like A-L-E-K, I believe it was. And um, Simeon rips a shot. What looked like it should have gone in the gap. I mean, just absolutely annihilates a baseball. And Thomas goes and gets it. And that's kind of how things went for the Rangers. They didn't loaded the bases, some excitement in the ninth, down 6-3, to three, and then couldn't do anything. They got um, the last, got, guy got out of the inning with the last couple outs, and they got off the uh, – and so Rangers now six-game losing streak. Astros and Mariners a half game and full game back, respectively, in the, uh, the AL West. Now, uh, and then even in the wild card race, there th- let's see – there are three teams in the AL East, Baltimore Rays and Blue Jays, uh, who are in position to vie for a division title or one of the three wildcard berths. So I think what's scary is, Drake, I think this whole time we've thought, well, the Rangers may lose the division somehow, but they could never lose a playoff right. spot. And no, they can. It's kind of starting to trend in the wrong direction. I mean, I... I uh, Matt, the last Rangers, night was disheartening. They're nine and seventeen in one run games. Nine and seventeen. Remember that one year? Oh, the last time the Rangers made the playoffs what was it six years ago, where they were like thirty-one and ten in one run games, or had some stupid record. Uh, they're nine and seventeen this year. Which, by the way, four of the last ten teams to win the World Series have had losing records in one run games. So not the end of the world, but this team is really, really bad at closing out one run games. And they don't ever come back. No. They they got a great hitting team, or they have most of the season. Hadn't been doing it lately. But I, I saw some stat where, like, teams with the, that were trailing in the ninth with the most wins. The most in the major leagues would be seven. Okay? Mm-hmm. Seven when they're trailing. I don't think the Rangers have ever have done it this entire season. They haven't. They haven't won – once, yeah, like you said, trailing going into the ninth inning. 
no comebacks. So that that's a problem. And then as I look at all these scenarios, the best route still is you got to win the AL West and then be either the number one or number two seed. That gives you a first round bye, home field advantage in the divisional round, and you kind of control your own destiny that way. Um, sadly now, Drake, Aaron, I'm starting to – we're starting to have to look at these things like the Rangers are the number four seed if they finish second in the AL West but maintain a better record than the second-place team in the AL East. The Rangers are the number five seed if they finish second in the AL West but the second-place team in the AL East has a better record than them. Those are all looking like more likely scenarios. And I would say that's the crazy thing about August baseball. Aaron, I mean, I, I, Drake, a week ago we weren't having this conversation. Before this six-game losing streak, they were literally 14-2 and two in August. Yeah. Like everything was going beautifully. Well, but then, now, Matt, let's think about it. Why are we freaking out? Why are we freaking out? They still have a winning record in August. I get it. I get it. This is all. Uh, ah, well, you know, so it, it's a lot of it's a lot of games to lose in a row. But again, it's still baseball. It's just had this happen in 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 June. Nobody's. Fr- is it because it's late August? Is that why we're we're going insane? Because yeah, it's the but it's the game of baseball, and there's so much of it. I, yeah. Max Scherzer, but, you, but needs to be better. Nathan Evald, you, you got you got him if he's healthy. Postseason. That's a big if. I mean, he's missed couple of months your best case scenario might be early next month maybe the middle of next month that's a lot to try to have to count on and so my answer to your question which is a good one is why freak out and you answered it a little bit yourself because of how late the season it is Mm. and how things are trending but it's these other signs it's they don't have a closer I mean, it's it's going to be closer bingo, closer by committee, because right now you can't trust Will Smith. And Chapman, as great as he is, has never been really a closer. Yeah. He's an unreal setup man. He's an unbelievable eighth-inning guy. So to put him in that closer's role, he's not totally used to it. Yet you don't have any arms. I saw LeClerc come in last night, and I got to say, he does have some wipeout stuff. He does have a slider. He he has some stuff that's that is swing and miss. But do you want to turn this thing back over to LeClerc? Do you want to have I mean, you just it's hard to point to anybody that you feel great about. Who's the guy they just brought up? Um or are they they brought in the trade? Stratton. He interests me just because he's been pretty good since he's come over. But but though that's my answer to your question, Drake, which is a good one, which is hey, this baseball. You have these ebbs and flows. It's just this feels like a collapse, and it doesn't feel like helps on the way. Like, I don't – who's going to help? Like, Evaldi, it'd be great to get him back, but he's not going to help the bullpen, and he may help the bullpen by eating up innings. I get that. But help is not on the way in the bullpen. Matt, can you throw a strike? You could help the bullpen at this point. Anybody out there, any listeners, call the phone line and help the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, That's the one thing – the entire seat. That's why I thought in the first two weeks the Rangers were going to miss the playoffs. Like, ah, oh, the offense is great, scoring double-digit runs. This is fun. Some starters. You know, Evaldi. Nobody thought Evaldi would have Cy Young-esque numbers until he really caught the injury bug. It was the bullpen that has sucked, and it still does. Shockingly, 
So, but no, no, no. Go get Max Scherzer. Go, go get another starter. That's that's great. I don't. I. Uh, I still. The Rangers are going to make the playoffs. It's uh, again. They're right. That's the second take. What was my first take that Dominic Richardson's Baylor starting running back? Take number two. The Rangers make the playoffs. Everybody stop. Don't press the red button yet. They're going to the playoffs. Well, you, your your gut and your fandom is telling you that. What I hope on the Richardson uh. thing is that you actually are maybe basing this on some intel. That sources. Your intel on the Rangers is just that you're just kind of hoping that it happens. I told I, I remember when Mike Napoli was a catcher. I'm that <laughs> I am that old. I was there for that. That that's not a I like, know that's ball. not a credential you need to throw <laughs> out there. AJ like, Pruszynski played for this team. That yeah, does it. Yes. Lance you, Berkman. AJ you're going way back. Berkman came in, and then and then by the way, around that time, Oswalt. It was very strange when Berkman came in because he was, of course, a part of that disastrous game. Yes, he six. was. Prince Fielder anybody, too. It was it was it was almost as bad. At, well, what about Prince Fielder? He played for the Rangers. People forget that he was not ever really good for the Rangers, but he was he wore oh, the, he okay. wore the was, jersey. I thought we were talking about the St. Louis. He, thing. You know what? There so was a time where Prince Fielder Prince... and Lance Berkman were in a Rangers jersey together. We don't talk about that enough. We don't. I don't. But I don't really know why I would want to talk about that. That's good memories. <laughs> Precious like memories, if you will, Matt. I grew up Baptist. Berkman Fielder was a. Filder is like a, a horrible memory for the Rangers. Yes, it was. Yes, a it is. A huge swing and a miss um, on that deal as his uh, back gave out on him. Okay, it is time to go around the NFL. Uh, NFL Blitz, what are the headlines out there? We do it next. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, First Central Credit Union. Injuries and youth kept La Vega from a deep run in the postseason last year, but coach, the experience gained by those underclassmen last year should pay off in dividends this year, shouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we're we're still going to be young now. I mean, we got some young kids that uh, that had to grow up last year and and will be on the field again this year for us. Uh, you know, we've got some of our key people back full fully healthy. Bryson suffered a little bit from. Uh, Domino top strain last year that kept him, you know, out of a few games and hindered him into some other games. And so, you know, we're going to be young and but far more experienced than we were in the past in last year. So, we're looking forward to a, to a successful season. You mentioned your running back Bryson Rowland. He should be a big part of your offense. A large, very large part. I mean, he's a good, a good football player, good kid, and does things right uh, in the classroom, does things right uh, outside the classroom, and definitely does things right for us on the football field. Well, what will free you up is an offensive line. Did you lose much to graduation in the offensive line from last year? Well, we lost a few kids. You know, we got some big kids back that, uh, that are going to do a good job for us. And, we, you know, we got some kids that played in spots last year that are going to step up. And so, you, you know, as I do from enough from enough football I've been played, that you uh, you win games and lose games by the front guys up line, uh, offensive line, defensive line. So, of course, pressure's on them, but uh, I think they'll rise to the occasion. You mentioned defense. I understand just maybe four starters coming back from last year. Has that been your rebuilding project? Uh, you, you know, every year you rebuild defensively. You have to see what you got what you got coming back we're, we're excited about what, what's coming forward and, and uh, look forward to a successful successful defense you'll open up the season against Kenny Dale what do you expect from them this year oh you know coach Barrett does a fabulous job up there their kids are uh, athletic physical play hard uh, it's, it's a huge task for us I mean they do a fabulous job in Kenny Dale Texas 
ESPN Central Texas. Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in CUA. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Construction makes getting here harder, so we make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. Drive it and you will see. Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now, get a GMC Sierra at Richard Carr and save $57.50. Drive off in a new Richard Carr Sierra for only $34,995. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most 2023 GMC Sierra 1500s in stock. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton. You hear the music, you know what it means. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time will be in Fort Worth soon. September 2nd, I believe it is. Here come the Horn Frogs and the Buffaloes. The Buffs and the Frogs, one of the most fun games from week one of college football. Week zero uh, coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, there are a couple of games that have my attention. One of them's like on the Pac-12 network or something, though. Like, I don't think we'll have much access to it. But this is the primetime NFL music, and I'm curious 
what is on Aaron Sexton's mind, and I imagine it involves some uh, some legal dealings. It does. Dallas Cowboys defensive end Sam Williams was arrested Sunday on charges of possession of a controlled substance and unlawfully carrying a weapon, according to Frisco Police. The Cowboys arrived back in Texas early Sunday morning after a preseason game against Seattle. Williams was arrested later that day and participated in Tuesday's practice. According to police, the controlled substance charge is for another substance, not for possession of marijuana, and is a state jail felony. The unlawful carrying of a weapon is a Class A misdemeanor. The the misdemeanor always is is one that you know, hey, yeah, it's not great. Somebody had to go bail him out. Um, not a great deal, but everybody can kind of move on. There's one of these charges that arised. Uh, it, it, it was at the level of a felony, and we'll see that where, where that goes. And, uh, Drake, as you pointed out earlier, there's a past reckless driving type situation where he already has in his past that kind of establishes a little pattern of this behavior. But uh, just, you know, I, I, this doesn't seem like something that's going to knock him out for much time, if any. But Sam Williams... It is a disturbing pattern, and if you're good enough, yeah, this stuff's not going to keep you out too much. But, boy, if you keep doing it year in, year out, it will catch up with you. And and the guy I always go back to, Drake, is uh, Alden Smith, tremendous, tremendous uh, player from uh, the 49ers, but could not get his life straight as far as substance abuse and just really never came back from it. Sam's not there. Not even close yet. But it's just, this bears uh, watching. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Matt, I, uh, again, I don't know. I, I just don't. Player X does X bad thing. Coach says X. We forget about it. All right. Drake Toll just kind of... Uh, the Sam Williams thing's not going to amount to much. It's not. I, uh, we're not going to ever talk about it again. And and that's he was at practice on Tuesday. I don't know. I'm just I love. I like hearing Aaron bring these up. I'm always interested. I always get antsy for whatever's next. <laughs> okay, okay, Aaron. Let's. Remember. I like Aaron let's Sexton. Keep, I'm sorry. Let's keep it. Let's keep it moving here because we do not. We want to keep Drake engaged. Okay. Aaron, what do you have? What do you have next? <laughs> Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagliavoa. <laughs> Tagliavoa, golly, I could say that name any day You're except good. for right now, is not very happy with ESPN analyst Ryan Clark's recent comments. Clark's, who played defensive back in the NFL for 13 seasons, was on ESPN's NFL Live show earlier this week and said this about Tua, quote, let me tell you what he wasn't doing. He wasn't in the gym, I bet you that. He might have spent a lot of time in the tattoo parlor. He was not at the dinner table eating what the nutritionist had advised. He looks happy. He looks thick. He's built like girls working at Onyx in Atlanta right now. By the way, Onyx is a strip club in Atlanta. Tua not very happy, obviously. He said, quote, I come from a Samoan family where respect is everything, but it does get to a point where, hey, a little easy on that, buddy, because I think we're pretty tough-minded people, and if we need to get scrappy, we get scrappy too. All right, Drake, you want to blow this one off? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like Club Onyx is right down your alley. Oh man, Matt, I was just Never Googling this it, again. and I, I don't think I'm going to be kicked off the studio Wi-Fi. 
Oh. Yeah. Well, let me tell yeah. you what. If I'm too a Tuka Bailoa and somebody calls me fat, huh, I, I, uh, that, there was a lot going on there with that story. Uh, you know what? In a one-on-one, in a cage fight between Tua Tagovailoa and this reporter, give me Tua all day. Throw 20, 20 bucks in on it. I just, all right. You know, Matt, you've been there, right? You see an athlete, and they, they seem like they're in some sort of decline. A source tells you, hey, this guy really didn't improve in the offseason. What do you do? You report on it. There's a guy reporting on it, and the athlete says, hey, you know, gives him flips in the bird, and we move on. Respectfully, though, flips in the bird. Did he say Samoan? Is that what it was? He's Polynesian, Samoan, so that's why he said I'm going to be respectful about this. Mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I like that. Well, Ooh, by the way, that's not that's not reporting by Clark. That is in it's insulting the guy, and uh, that's uh, it did seem a little out of bounds. I mean, I do not know anything about Club Onyx, but what a what a weird and specific place for him to go. To say that, that uh, <laughs> an NFL player looks like an exotic dancer, and it would be the first time I've heard that. That is well, that disrespectful. The, uh, yes, that would be the first time. It, 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 it brings up the fact that that guy's certainly been to that place, right? If you're going no, to bring you that so? place up. And, um, yeah, I don't – and, by the way, it made me think of uh, us talking about commenting on someone's weight, which Drake, by the way, Aaron, he'll never go through a, a time in his life. He's got too much hype where somebody will ever make a, a negative comment about his weight. So he's got that he's got that going for him. But in the um, the Jets, You really think so, Matt? That means a lot to me. Oh, my gosh. There's no way. You'll, you're, you're, your metabolism and your height is going to always be oh, a huge great. friend to you. But the um, I mean, I'll just say you'll have to get really carried away to ever put on weight. Thank but you, there's Matt. a guy from uh, the Jets. Defense is a great player, Aaron. Quentin, Quentin Williams. Williams, is that his Quentin name? Williams, Quentin Williams, that's the one, yeah. Quentin, Quentin Williams. Yeah. And, and the other night at Hard Knocks, he was had his feelings hurt because Mike Evans, apparently, from the Buccaneers in one of those joint practices, called him fat. <laughs> and and Quentin, <laughs> I knew, Quentin, I, kept, I, Quentin Williams kept saying, well, I, I lost a lot of weight this offseason. That, that I'm, hurts my feelings that he called me fat. I'm only laughing because I saw that and I was thinking the same thing. Like he was so hurt. <laughs> like you know, I thought maybe he had a little thicker skin, yeah. but we and, all and, have those insecurities. Yeah, and, and no, he was talking about it to his teammates. He said, "Mike Evans called me fat," and he said, um, and when "He said to his teammate, he said, do you think I'm fat?'" And he said, um, "He and the teammates said something along the lines of, well, you're you're not skinny.'" <laughs> It was a defensive lineman. It was a good moment on hard knocks um, uh, back and forth there. All right, Aaron, keep this thing moving for Drake. What do you have next? New York Jets wide receiver Corey Davis away from the team for more than a week on an excused personal leave announced today he's stepping away from football. The 28-year-old Davis, who signed a big free agent contract with the Jets in 2021, released a statement on his Instagram. He was scheduled to make a non-guaranteed $10.5 million this year in the final year of his contract, but it wasn't clear. Well, actually, it was pretty long odds that he was going to make the team. The team signed Alan Lazard, Nicole Hardman, and Randall Cobb in the offseason to go along with second-year receiver Garrett Wilson. You know, I mean, it's kind of sad to see a guy walk away at age 28. Who knows? Maybe he'll be back. But I do feel like because of hard knocks, we – our whole focus right now is just on the Jets, Jets. constantly. Yeah. It's like, well, they have Lazard, they have this guy, and I even, you know, Aaron, who's that? Who's that young guy that was uh, rapping? He was doing like the Eminem song in that last episode. Like, I'm even interested in that guy, and I don't even know if he's gonna has any chance to make the team. 
but his last name is Cap, like K-A-P-P or something. I have no clue who that dude is, but Hard Knocks does kind of connect you with the team. A few years ago, the first one I ever really got into was the Chiefs, and Larry Johnson was their running back, and he had some huge hold off, uh, holdout going on. And I guess that would have been Marty Schottenheimer still coaching or Todd Haley. I don't know. But anyway, Carl Peterson was their GM. That was the first real um, hard knocks that I remember being into. All right, Aaron, give us give us oh, one whoa, more. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Corey Davis, as a Corey Davis fantasy owner here, I, for one, am upset. This is, To put it in Cowboys terms, this is Noah Brown, uh, Michael Gallup, your perennial four, 500 yards a year receiver that you pick up in free agency in week 10. This is like that guy retires at 28, which both those guys are almost 28. So, Corey Davis, thanks for a great career and that one really good performance you had for me in week 11 three years ago. <laughs> kind of unfair, Aaron, for him to compare Noah Brown and Michael Gallup. I think Is it? But, it, but statistically, it's not. Michael Gallup, who's probably 23 or 24. and Michael Gallup's to- 27 years old. At set to have a big, set to have a big year. Michael Gallup is twenty twenty seven years old. Matt, again, I don't like correcting people. I know you do. I don't. Aaron, does it seem like old. Michael Gallup's been around long enough to be twenty seven years old? Does that seem old to you? Seem like Corey Davis should be twenty eight. Um, yeah, I mean he's in. He's he's already signed. He's in his second year of his second contract. So this will be his sixth year in the NFL. Yeah. I cannot believe. I cannot believe it. Okay, Time but flies. I still I, I, I think if we look at the numbers for Corey Davis and Michael Gallup, you are probably right because Corey Davis had some nice years and the truth Corey is Davis it, more receiving point, yards than Michael Gallup, by the absolutely, way. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But his career is over, sadly. Correct. I mean that is that is how quickly it can happen and we see it even more with running backs. Yes. Like Zeke's only 28 or 29 Zeke maybe 29 and he's one of the, he's maybe the best running back of his uh, other than Derrick Henry yeah. but of like his genre he's a top two or three running back and he's done I mean he, he might be okay but he's going to be a complimentary back for the Patriots so always a little weird to see those guys go okay Aaron sadly we will not have time now for more headlines uh, uh. because because Drake suddenly showed oh, some passion Corey for the Corey Davis, Davis story. Sorry. No regard for Sam Williams getting busted. But uh, Corey Davis did show some excitement, and that is our NFL Blitz. Now, we do have a, a late-breaking addition to the show, Mike Craven. Uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football is going to join us, and uh, that's going to happen at 420. So, next... We'll get back into, oh, oh, this is, gosh, we need actually more time for this. Um, really interesting Big 12 segment. And our man Drake has done a lot of research on this. And I'm kind of excited to hear his take on this. How does the Big 12 stack up to the mighty SEC and the Big 10? Maybe better than you think. That's next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I had my dog Bubba Tank washed yesterday. They had to come pick him up in a little bitty wagon and wagon him up to the bus. Yes, because now not only do we fix foundations, but we wash dogs too. Yeah, kind of. I got tired of people postponing me for my dog washing, so I built one called Bubba Tank's. MobileGrooming.com. It's just mobile grooming, but Bubba Tank's on the side of my bus. He's my English Bulldog. So if you have any questions about your foundation or concerns or you just need a dog wash, give us a call. 254-235-4922. We got a different phone number for the dog. I don't know. I just wanted to say my dog got clean. He was all furry and happy. Or fixitjimmy.com. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and iced drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I 
Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton rolling on a Wednesday afternoon. And uh, we want to kind of go out to Lubbock. And, Drake, I, it's kind of fun. I, I saw earlier today that Brett Yormark was going to be speaking at, like, the kickoff luncheon out there. Now, Drake, that's an event we should have just shown up for. Joey would have loved to have seen us take the, take the show on the road. I think that, that would have been enjoyable. But I did think that was kind of interesting that Yormark, making the rounds, going to show up, going to speak to – to uh, that and uh, Drake, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you set this That's up. Awesome! This is I'll awesome. Let you set, I'll let you set this up. But it kind of is exciting to uh, to hear uh, our man, your Mark. Uh, and I think we're. This is going to be an interesting send off of OU and Texas this year. Uh-huh. And I think uh, I think Brett was uh, throwing out some red meat to the. Uh, <laughs> To the to the, the Red Raiders fans. A hundred percent. This is what I love about this. Let's go back to Robert Bowlesby, Bob Bowlesby. And Bob adds in BYU and Houston and UCF <laughs> and Cincinnati. Everybody's super excited. Brett Yormark gets here and then says, My first order of business is if Texas and Oklahoma are going to leave, I want them to leave as soon as possible. He put because remember, Matt, they were still gonna be here in twenty twenty four. He put pressure on those schools and the SEC to pony up pay the money to get them out of the league, and he is not being quiet about it. I love the beginning of this clip. I especially love the end of this clip where he puts a charge into Joey McGuire. In addition, candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early. That was a big deal for us, and I think all of you, okay? And coach, I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving. Okay, and you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. Now, how have you ever heard that, Matt? Where the commissioner of a conference, in any any fashion, I get this one's pretty unique, goes to a school and tells the school, "You better beat another school in that league." That's one of the coolest things I've heard. <laughs> you say it, Bowlesby. Bowlesby didn't didn't really always show up at those things and and, no. and get the crowd going in that. Uh, I think it is. He's a he's a New Yorker, uh, and, and 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 every once in a while he gets carried away, and he and he gets so, he's so basketball intensive that he'll try to get some of the new. You know, he's like, oh, let's get UConn in here. But he's he's learning and he's learning and then the football and everything he's put together. He's an exciting guy. He's what the conference needed, and uh, I love how he put that. We're able to get Texas and Oklahoma out of here because the Tech people need to hear that. 
they need to hear that because Tech was the one school and the one fan base yep. that was still wanting to play Texas even after all this went down. Like, hey, we want to keep this going. And I, I get it. Okay, it's guaranteed sellouts. They just, for the first time, like almost ever, they beat Texas and OU in the same year. I mean, maybe they did it once back when Leach was there or something, but it never happens. And they did it last year under Joey. And so they want to crack at this. Of course, the Bears, Drake, we don't even get a crack at OU. No. Like, I want one last chance to give them a kick to, in the pants. Well, they're going to suck, last year too. In Norman. They're not going to be good. No. They're going to be no. beatable. And it would be in Waco because you played them last year on the road. And, yeah, I, I, I would rather play Oklahoma. I would rather see more of the irate eight. That's my new favorite term for that. I would more rather see more irate eight and old Big 12 teams than I would the new guys yet. I, lo- I would love for Baylor to play BYU. Frankly, quite frankly, I, Baylor's playing Cincinnati, and I don't care. I don't, I, don't, I, don't care. I don't know anybody else who's saying, oh, man, can't wait to see Baylor play Cincinnati this season. I don't think I'm alone in that category. I would much rather play Oklahoma than Cincinnati. Now, that's an interesting, and we'll, why don't we ask our people out there on the CNC Collision Center text line, because I do think there are people that want to make that trip to Cincinnati and go to Orlando and, and kind of oh, experience whoa, 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 Matt, those new two, schools. Yeah. Orlando and Cincinnati, two very different things. Orlando, Disney World, and oh, Universal, and Palm Trees. Cincinnati, Ohio, in October. Yeah, but Nothing. you're talking about I, – I, I, I agree with you Bengals. on some of these matchups, but I'm just kind of curious. Okay, we'll, speak, we'll, we'll, we'll do Cincinnati um, and just keep the focus on there. Um, it, the, I, I, I don't know if I totally agree. I think our people, our listeners, our devoted listeners, are kind of excited about seeing Cincinnati, a team that went to the college football playoff only a couple of years ago, maybe it's it's coming up on three seasons removed, I guess. But that's that's been a great program under Luke Fickle. So I, I but I want to take the temperature of our folks. And by the way, in time, Drake, we need to get back to. I say we need to get back to. You've just joined us on a daily basis Thank starting you. this previous Monday. I want to I want to start working in some calls. I do used like to, I, I used do, to yeah. take a lot of calls. I haven't and, talked um, to anybody in a while. I feel it's. I have gotten to know Aaron really well. I also I put my shirt back on, and Aaron was very thankful about that. So we're good to go. Don't today. really know why we continue to bring the shirt. I put it back Aaron's on. Got, Aaron's got no interest in the shirt, whether I, it's on or off. You see his face right now. He's making a real yeah. big goofy face at me with some. He's got little, a little uh, bunny ears yes. behind his head too. Uh, Matt, look the Cincinnati thing. What I'm what I'm trying to say. I would rather play BYU than Cincinnati. It's a disservice. The schedule's a disservice that Baylor's not playing BYU, and instead they've got. Cincinnati and Houston. I, I quite frankly think Houston was the worst addition. It is. It is the worst addition of the new eight to the Big 12. Uh, and I would rather play Oklahoma at home than I would play Cincinnati on the road. I don't, you know, you can keep your skyline chilly. I want to play them eventually, but I'd rather, I'd rather beat Oklahoma before they go out the door. Now I'm trying to, I mean, you're, you're, you're scatter shooting all over the place. What? I would say that back to one of your points. Okay, okay. Houston is old SWC, I, I, I think anybody over the age of 40 to 45 Not Aaron. Is, is completely 30. Um, well, no, Aaron is, is got all kinds of ties to Houston. 
certainly the Houston basketball program. So I I would say that um, most people, 45 and over at least, are very excited about the return of the Cougars because what it does is allow you to keep and expand upon some regional aspects of this. I mean, we were going to talk, and we'll do some tomorrow, about like the Big 12 compared to SEC. Why is the SEC so great? Well, part of it is because people do like dominance. The best eras eras of the NBA were like when the Lakers were unbelievable, when Michael Jordan's um, Bulls, when the Celtics were unbelievable. Now, again, I, I, I love today's NBA, so I'm not one of those, oh, that was the greatest 80s and ever. But the, the ratings and everything bear that out. When you have a big, bad monster, and that's what makes the SEC the greatness of Alabama under Saban and now Georgia under Kirby Smart. It's just they're the evil empire. And, and people love to hate on them and everything, but also what makes it great is there is still a regional conference. So it's so, still a it's still not there's no far flung nature of it. The longest you go is I mean you think about how many it covers a lot of states, but they're kind of all there and Texas and Oklahoma actually fit fairly well yeah. in the SEC. So there's that's I think there's still in, in this era where we're like trying to get in four time zones that's what the greatness of the SEC is in all these states and schools border each other. I, I agree. And I, but, but Matt, my point is, and I, I, I don't know how I would love to hear an argument for it. Of the eight new teams, the four teams from the Pac-12 and the four teams from the AAC or BYU being independent, I don't understand how you could make a case for Cincinnati to not be at the bottom of those eight teams. Uh, they, they, they just are. Houston has, or for Houston. Houston to be at the bottom of those eight teams. Basketball, good. Football pushes the needle. And their football team, their brand, they're the seventh biggest show in Houston. The Houston Symphony Orchestra probably gets more people than the Houston Cougars most weeks. <laughs> and I, I know there's a nostalgia to that, the old Southwest Conference, but if you added Rice to the Big 12, would anybody care? Of course not. Some years, Rice is the bigger brand than Houston in that city. The, the worst disservice to the Cougars <laughs> is that they're called Houston. There are hey. so many Houston. Matt, if I said, did you watch Houston play last night? You think of seven things before the Cougars. I, I, they are the worst addition of the new eight. There's not another team that's worse. Now, Aaron, the, the foul, the penalty flag rice. on that <laughs> argument was the rice There's part. Never been, There's never been a time no. where rice was a bigger brand in that city. Baseball. Now, I would say this. Well, yeah, they have some great baseball teams. The only re- argument I would make for Rice is over Houston. I love their academics. Right. Like I like to surround our Baylor diplomas, Drake. Yep. Like I would not be opposed to bringing Stanford and Cal in. I'm attracted to the Olympic sports and incredible academics. Like I that stuff actually kind of resonates with me. <laughs> Rice brings that. Rice is the Stanford of the Southwest. And it's an unbelievable school. But now Houston certainly doesn't have the academic credentials, although there are certain parts of that school, like the hospitality aspects of it, that are maybe as good as any school in the country. Like what they do in training people to run properties and uh, hotels and all of that, and restaurants, maybe as good as anybody. So they're really, really good at that. Now, in terms of athletics... Football, let me think about this. You may be right. The way things are set up right now, 
they may be at the very bottom. That said, what was interesting is who was everybody trying to hire for about a five to seven year uh, period? Um, Baylor hires Bryles from there. Someone gets hired from there. Yeah. Tom Herman gets hired at University of Texas. It's a stepping so stone, in Matt. Some, it is. It's, but what I'm you're saying, saying is it, it's a small stepping stone, right? It's, I don't know, small. I'm just saying they obviously made great hires, and Mac Rhodes did an unbelievable job at Houston, which True. then allowed him to come to a great place like Baylor. So stepping is it stone. a stepping stone? Well, that's fine. But I don't think we have to just kind of dismiss it. I mean, it's a stepping stone sometimes can be a great thing. I agree. But they hired great team. Coaches. What's another of the eight teams that you'd put that you put below Houston? See, I just I can't put them last because of my sort of SWC feelings okay. and because of the regional I, yeah, aspect yeah. of it. Who goes last for you? You got to make somebody mad here. I'm putting you on the spot. No, I don't. I have no problem. I mean, Aaron will tell you. I, I mean, I I have no problem making anybody mad. Look at me. Look at our time. Oh goodness. Uh, <laughs> for now, for now, course, I will put. That. I will no. I'll put Stay Cincinnati after Houston right now. Just the overall thing. I would prefer Houston to Cincinnati. Houston, Cincinnati's been awful lately in basketball. Houston's greatness in that moves them past them in my mind. All right, Mike Craven. From uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine joins the show next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. 
Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Brown House Cafe is local homegrown southern cooking, like going home to Grandma's house, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner with breakfast being served all day. Dishes like homemade biscuits and gravies, pancakes, French toast, or build your own omelet. And don't forget about lunch and dinner, chicken fried steak, build your own burger, grilled Atlantic salmon, and daily specials, plus homemade pies daily. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., Brown House Cafe in Woodway. Check them out at brownhousecafe.com. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show and uh, Drake Toll alongside doing his thing. Aaron Sexton as well. Mike Craven, Dave Campbell's Texas football, uh, joining us, senior writer, I should add, on the Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, Mike, it's almost here, football season. I mean, the offseason, you've had some great lists. Some great rankings, but I know you're probably ready for the real deal to start up. And uh, are you getting excited? I, I saw you were writing about some uh, week zero action involving uh, UTEP and um, and uh, what do we got? Jack State uh, also. I mean, are you getting kind of fired up for the real deal? Yeah, finally here. You know, I told uh, my family goodbye and that I'll see them <laughs> in January. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. I mean, you can only make up listicles for so long in the off season and, you know, every January I kind of always go like, man, how am I going to get to September and get the content through and kind of stay active? And, you know, then it comes around and it's like, all right, here it is. And and we're ready to go. So it's going to be exciting year across the state. Yeah. And, uh, there's just so much to, uh, look at as this thing starts. I, the one thing I love about the list is that it kind of gets, it gets me thinking about, like the Bearcats, Sam Houston State, like what they're up to. And it kind of reminds me of what all these teams going into different conferences. I mean, that's a really interesting aspect of it. But I bet, Mike, those fan bases just love it, right? When you put a UNT kid at number whatever, 11 or 12, and you're, you're saying like the most important players in the state. And then the Longhorns get mad at you because, oh, my gosh, you got Quinn Ewers. I mean, this guy should be the most important man in the world. And I think you had him at like, I don't know, 22 or something like that. Um, I, I think that's kind of the interesting thing about all that. Did you get a little blowback from any of the Longhorns uh, about where you had uh, Ewers on that list? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I tend to get the most blowback from Texas and Texas A&M because it gets interpreted as a, a best players in, in the state list mm-hmm. instead of or when we do our power rankings, I try to I try to look at it as like a pound for pound boxing list, right? Like, is UTSA better than Texas? You know, no. You know, UTSA lost to Texas last year, but UTSA also won a conference title, and so mm-hmm. you know, in their division with their peers, they're the better football team. And 
You know, I think it's harder and harder to remember that football is as important at a, at a team that may not play for a national championship as it is with a team that, that will. And, you know, at Dave Campbell's at the high school side, they do a great job of covering 2A football or 4A football the same as they cover 6A football. And I try to remember that and do that on the college side and be the place that, you know, covers G5 football. You know, we have a full-time non-FBS writer who covers – you know, Mary Harden Baylor and Trinity and the D3 level. And, you know, so we try to cover college football um, in, in as much of a, you know, uh, you know, well, well suited way as we can. Mike, uh, looking at the, the Dave, Dave Campbell's Texas football rankings here, put you on the spot a little bit. UTSA at five, and you touched on that a little bit. You know, UTSA, not as good as Texas, but maybe they are for their conference. But you got them at five, SMU at six, Baylor at seven. So you're telling me if, ba- if Baylor and UTSA played right now, and a lot of a lot of other national guys would probably agree with these rankings that the Baylor Bears would lose to the UTSA Roadrunners this season. I think it'd be a pretty close money line. Your UTSA Roadrunners, might I add? Yeah, that that is true. I may be a little biased here, but you know UTSA <laughs> is, a, is is a pick 'em at Houston, and I know Baylor's right. better than Houston on, on paper. But you know UTSA is a good football team, and I, I would just say that I give UTSA a better chance of winning the American than I do Baylor winning the Big Twelve. And so, uh, if it's pretty even to me, that's kind of like my defining factor or my coin flip thing. But I also think it's important to admit that I don't know anything any more than anybody else, right? These are subjective yeah. lists to have fun and create conversations in August, and so I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I know exactly what's going on, but. I do think UTSA is going to be a really good football team if Frank Harris is healthy and they have a chance to to walk into the American and, and, and win that conference. Uh, but if we're talking in December and Baylor goes 10-2, and two, I'm also not shocked, right? Like, they have the talent to do so, and they proved in 2021 that they can rebound, you know, from a poor year. So uh, that's why I said I think it's going to be a, a really great year, and it's my favorite part of the job is I kind of get to eagle-eye look at all of these teams and not be – just in one, you know, beat or whatever, I get to kind of float in and out of, of all 13 FBS markets across the state. Mike, what I saw, I saw you from afar at media days of those new teams. Who is the mo- who is, are you most intrigued by? Cause we all try to figure out who's going to have the most immediate impact. When Utah gets here in 2024, we think they'll arrive with some, some, you know, uh, they'll be ready to roll. I mean, they've got the you know they've got the back-to-back uh, Pac-12 titles, but of these four new teams, it's kind of hard to say sometimes. With UCF and their past, BYU's probably best prepared for the schedule it's played. Which of the four teams right now do you think hits the ground and has the best chance to to pull off some of these upsets? Yeah, yeah. If we're just talking in 2023, maybe even 2024, give me UCF. You know, like I, I think that they're. They've won, you know, Gus Malzahn um, has won at the Power 5 level, so this won't be anything new uh, to them. UCF has a huge fan base with how many, you know, students they just have, and and they graduate. I also think it's going to be a tough place to play because it's going to be a longer flight and a little bit different circumstances uh, than maybe most of the Big 12 markets are in. And so a little bit like West Virginia, but a better team, where it's just kind of a funky road trip, and and that may throw some teams off. So I think UCF, you know, if we flash forward to December – uh, I, I would take UCF to be the highest one in the standings of those, those four teams. I think long-term, though, you know, Cincinnati, Houston, like you mentioned, when Utah joins in, I think the Big 12 gets really, really interesting with the markets that they've added. Mike Craven with us here from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. 
Mike, you've talked about Utah, those new teams coming in from the Pac-12. Will we see a day in even the next couple of years where the star prospect from Houston or Dallas or Lubbock picks a Utah and Arizona and Arizona State over a Texas Tech or a TCU? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so. I mean, NIL makes anything possible, right? And I think a lot of those staffs have, have put Texas forward you know, Arizona State has Rashad Samples on their on their uh, coaching staff, Brian Carrington on their coaching staff. They're already recruiting Texas really well. I think they have like six or seven commits uh, in the 2024 class from Texas. So uh, I think those teams have already made Texas a focus. And now that they get to play in the state probably a couple times a year, at least once a year, you know, that's going to help convince mom to let them go to Utah, let them go to Arizona or wherever the case may be. So, yeah. you know, when A&M went to the SEC, we absolutely saw Alabama and Georgia and Florida have more success in Texas than they had before. And I would imagine when you know some of these Big 12 teams join in the conference, they're going to have more success in Texas than they ever had before. And it's just going to make it you know harder and harder to recruit inside of a state that's probably already the hardest to recruit in already. You're letting Dion into texas mm-hmm. and let's not right. act like he wasn't already there and that's going to be interesting and then you're you're letting him into fort worth to start the season i mean it's just he'll do all kinds of stuff that weekend i mean what it, it's exciting they could win two games they could win as many as maybe six or seven games but it's just crazy to see this much interest in the buffaloes and they were the ones who led the way into the Big 12. And uh, it's just fascinating. 13 years later, they come back to us. They just needed Texas to leave, right? I mean, now maybe, Mike, you get Mizzou and Nebraska, just bring them all back. But that's, that's really, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's also true. I mean, Texas was the reason so many of those schools, including A&M, left. And it, it's funny, as Colorado comes back, it's as Texas is leaving. Yeah, it's like a, a pro golf shop where you refuse to go back because you don't like one of the members, and now that member's gone, so you're able to kind of go back <laughs> to your favorite, favorite golf course. And I think the Deion Sanders thing is, is going to be – I mean, obviously he's good for football in terms of, like, getting eyeballs on a conference. And, and for a conference that's trying to find an identity post-Texas and post-Oklahoma to kind of the national crowd. I mean, I think people who love Big 12 football are going to continue to love Big 12 football. It's, it's my favorite conference to watch. But I think on a national level they're going to look for an identity in Deion uh, can kind of allow eyeballs into it. Uh, I'm fascinated to see how coaches coach against them. Like, does Sonny try to blow them out? Like, if yeah. if it's 42 to 10 and he would normally take his foot off the gas, is he going to try to make it 70 to 10 because he knows Dion's going to attack the portal and try to get some of his players and and be good on the recruiting trail? Do these player do these coaches try to take advantage of, of Sanders these first couple years when they feel like the roster is weakened? I, I'm super fascinated to see how that all plays out and what Dion brings to the Big 12 in com- in combination with Brett Yormark and how he seems to kind of lean into the you know world of professional wrestling and you know uh, putting out promos <laughs> and, and having fun and I enjoy that I think that's really good for the Big 12. You know I'm glad you're a man of logic when it comes to this whole Quinn Ewers conversation because as I, I and I've said it all off season his numbers are not that far off from Blake Shapin who. Baylor fans are screaming should be benched. And you, you add in the caveat of Ewers being injured, but he never once blew me away outside of what he played in that Alabama game. Only had a, a 2,100 yards and a 58% completion percentage. What are the odds that Quinn Ewers and thus the Texas Longhorns actually bust in 2023? 
It's a, it's a great question, and, it, and it's one that, you know, I don't have a, a tremendous answer to. I'd be lying to you if I, I told you. I, all I know is I watched the kid in recruiting, and I know a lot of good quarterback coaches, and I know Riley Dodge, and they all swear yeah. that he's one of the best talents that they've ever been around. And I think we need to remember that last year was the first time Quinn Ewers was a starting quarterback since he was a junior in high school. Um, but to the injury point, he hasn't played a full season since he was a sophomore in high school. That junior year, you know, he struggled through injuries, missed some games, and and was hampered in that state championship game against Westlake. So, you know, maybe injuries are, are a part of the package. Um, uh, but Texas is so talented that I don't think they need Quinn Ewers to be Trevor Lawrence or one of those guys to, to go win the Big 12. Like, that offensive line averages 20 starts to a person up front. Yeah. That receiver core is, is absolutely tremendous. I mean, their tight end is going to be a first-round draft pick. The defense is super talented. They bring in Jalen Catalan, Jalen Ford still there. I mean – there is no – this, to me, the Texas season comes down to Steve Sarkeesian and if he's mature enough to handle a week-in, week-out, you know, football pressure, right? I mean, you saw the Alamo Bowl thing and, and some of that stuff, right? You just wonder if he's able to do something that he's never done as a head coach, and that's win 10 games and play for a conference title. So, I think Quinn's going to be fine. My biggest question for Texas is kind of, you know, the head coach and how that program that hasn't handled the expectations well in a long time handles them. Isn't that interesting? Emotionally mature. You're talking about Sark, who's probably, what, 50 years old. And I think it's a fair point. Graded Alabama as an assistant. Hasn't really done it as a head coach. It seems to be loaded this year in a Big 12 that might be down a little bit. And and I think that's an interesting thing to, to think about. Is is Sark ready to, uh, to handle this? Because if you go back to Washington and you see how he flamed out at USC – um, he's just never done it. But I don't know when's the last time he had this loaded of a roster. I'm sure he put some very talented groups together at USC and other places. But this is uh, top to bottom, like you said. You honestly kind of need a caretaker quarterback. Now that's that may not be yours. I mean that's the only problem. I mean, yours, at some point, is going to feel like I got to I got to get the ball downfield. I got all these weapons, and can he stay consistent? And if it goes poorly at any time. People are going to start screaming for the next guy, which Arch is going to be, you know, hanging in the, uh, you know, he's going to be. Everybody's already thinking about him. Yeah, I mean, Texas is sixteen seven and two in the first half under Sark. You know, like they they've been a really good football team for for most of, of the games he's coached. Um, you know, they just have blown it in the second half, and some of that's game plan, some of that's play calling. Like, you go back and you look at the Oklahoma State second half. And it was criminal how far how they were pushing the ball down the field. I mean, they had the lead. They have two NFL running backs, and they're chunking it down the field in bad weather. Like some of that's on the coach to not take those chances and to, and to know, hey, this isn't a video game. Just because I, I'm calling a play that's making a guy open doesn't mean the quarterback's going to hit that dude. Let me just give the ball to Bajon Robinson. And so I, I just think it's it's one of those deals where you talk to these head coaches a lot, and they talk about how you're not supposed to get too high and you're not supposed to get too low. And you're supposed to drive the bus as the head coach. And Sark has just, you know, never done it. This is this is going to be year 10 for him as a head coach. Uh, to your point, I think this is his best chance to do it, right? The roster is loaded. The Big 12 is wide open. Uh, it's up to him and, and the leaders of that team to kind of drive the bus and, and be more mature about it. And we'll, we're going to find – I mean, I think this is a referendum on Sark, right? Like, uh, we're going to have a good definition of who Steve Sarkeesian is as a head coach after this football season. Mike, uh, Blake Shapin got a, a similar situation with Sawyer Robertson behind him, kind of breathing down his neck as somebody a lot of Baylor fans like. 
it, and this is putting you on the spot, is Blake Shapin still the starting quarterback of the Baylor Bears in week six? I think so. I, I think Shapin's going to have a step forward as a quarterback and, and be really good. Um, you know, I look at that Baylor squad last year, and I, I think we talk way too much about the offense. Like, in 2021, when they were winning 12 games in the Big 12 championship in the Sugar Bowl, they weren't scoring a bunch of points. They averaged about the exact same amount of points last year as they did in 2021. Uh, but that defense never allowed more than 30 points. The only time they did was TCU, and they lost that game right at 30 points, right? And so, uh, to me, this is more about Matt Pallage and that defense getting back to what it was in 2021 because Baylor's never going to be the team uh, that wins 48-10, right? They're trying to win 27-20, to 27-7, and just, you know, kind of grind you into dust. And uh, so I think Blake Schaefer's going to be fine for that. I think he's got more talent around him this year at the wide receiver position and at the running back position. And if the defense takes a step forward with guys like Mike Smith and, and Byron Vaughn uh, in the front seven, I, and that, that young secondary goes for, I think that's going to be a bigger determining factor over Blake Shapin. But maybe that, that's me just being higher on, on Shapin than a lot of guys are. Mike Craven, great uh, visiting with you. When you write one of these cover stories and do all this Texas football, do they at least send you, like, several copies? Do you have, like, 50 copies uh, they're in your house, or what's that situation like? Or do you, are you, you still have to go to the, the bookstore, or the grocery store, and buy one? I, I, I sense that they may send you a few. Yeah, they, they, uh, I, I got to hook up. Uh, they take care of me. All right. So I'm not, I'm, I'm swimming in magazines. If you need one, let me know. <laughs> Bring, a, if you come to Baylor, we could always use a few extras. I have one. Uh, I got a good story. By the way, you could, you could do it some point. Baylor has. Jacob Zeno, former uh, San Antonio star. Uh, Gary Bohannon, now in South Florida. Zeno's with UAB. Kyron Drones, I think he's at Virginia Tech. And then C.J. Rogers, who you don't have starting at Texas State, but he's in the mix there. So there is a possibility of, like, four former Baylor quarterbacks starting for other teams across the country this year. I'm sure Baylor doesn't have the market cornered on that, but it does seem like a lot. And then one of their former commits we thought would start for Georgia Tech, but he, he just lost the job the other day. Um, and, um, oh, who is that, Drake? Oh, Pyron. Zach, Zach Pyron. Pyron. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, keep that in mind. Um, Mike, I just want to be here for you if you need any uh, story ideas. Hey, I, I will always take pitches. You can always get, get me at, at with the pitches. I'm, I'm always here for ideas. <laughs> hey, appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, sir. So talk to you all later. Okay. Mike Craven, the uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine. And, uh, Drake, did they have, um, <clears throat> growing up in Arkansas, did, that, uh, did they have those? Uh, Arkansas in- Texas High School football magazine. What was it called? Hootens, H-O-O-T-E-N-S, Hootens, huh. yeah, it's great, unbelievable, and you know, you, you always wanted your team to be number one in the conference preseason, did they put your name in there? Pretty, it's pretty Interesting. Cool. Oh, yeah. Hootens, okay, I'll have to look into that, Do we th- was that still in existence or not? Uh, yes, it has been published every year since the beginning of time, and will forever be published, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, Hootens is best. That's where, that's where we could have read about the Fordyce Red Bucks. Yes, and about who, Philip Toll. The greatness of of uh, Kevin Williams going on to stardom with the Vikings yeah. from uh, Fordyce, who won a uh, state title, I think, just a couple of years ago. Because yep. I, was, I was actually listening to that, if you can believe it. They were streaming it because we have friends in Fordyce, Arkansas. All right, uh, it is time for Campus Confidential. That is next. <laughs> 
The Lorena Coaches Show with Kevin Johnson is brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association, Ross Insurance Agency, Triple S Sports. For the first time in 32 years, there's a new head coach at Lorena. Kevin Johnson takes over for Ray Biles. And, Coach, Ray left you uh, with a cupboard that's pretty full of talent, didn't he? I think Ray's goal when he walked out of here is always, uh, you know, leave it better than you found it. And he wanted to uh, give uh, whoever came in kind of an opportunity with a very um, talented and experienced senior class. We're hoping to do some good things this year. Well, a lot of that talent at the skill positions. Talk about Jackson Generals, Braylon Henry, and Porter. Well, uh, first, I'll start with Jaden. Obviously, Jaden uh, Porter is, uh, you know, a Baylor commit and, uh, is a heck of a threat at the wide receiver spot. Majority of what we'll do is have him as a wide out and try to stretch the uh, the field and then force people to kind of cover him, uh, you know, vertically on the air. I mean, they got to be cognizant when Jaden's in the game. Braylon Henry is is a kid. He's just he's just an all around football player, and we're going to be we'll probably be wearing him out quite a bit. He'll be starting offensively and defensively for us. And, uh, you know, right now he's having to carry quite a bit of a load at the running back spot, but uh, he's pretty smooth, uh, has great vision, sees the holes, and then uh, it's just shifty. Uh, and then Jackson Generals, Jack, Jackson's just a special little kid, man. He is a uh, – he, he, he is not a – uh big kid by any means but man he makes up what what he lacks in size it makes up for in heart but uh the kid can go the leopards have never shied away from a challenging schedule you get a baptism under fire to speak against two-time defending state champion china spring on friday to start things off that's always paid dividends in the past uh bottom line is you'd rather get tested early on in the season as opposed to uh get right in the middle of the district play and you hadn't really been tested ESPN Central Texas. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. 
Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a QA and a style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around, check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night home football games are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, and it is Campus Confidential. Drake Toll standing by right there in the, uh, the mothership kind of watching over all breaking news. And, of course, we need to get back into what was coming out of uh, Lubbock. I mean, what very interesting things today, and that'll be fun. But this is when we turn it over to Aaron Sexton and just try to see kind of what, what's on Aaron's mind and, and uh, where he is, uh, where he's headed. In fact, Aaron, I saw earlier today, I was just kind of on Twitter, Something about our buddies at Stanford and SMU. So I always got one eye on the ACC. I wish they would let those schools in. Very good academic institutions. Aaron, where are we beginning today? We will start with conference realignment. Ross Dellinger from Yahoo Sports with a couple of really good tweets about the continuing saga of Stanford and Cal possibly going to the ACC along with SMU. Sources tell Yahoo Sports the new financial models based on SMU taking no share and Stanford and Cal taking a partial share are currently circulating around league administrators. The holdup, some schools, and you can probably guess which ones, want the extra funds from SMU not taking a share and from Stanford and Cal taking a reduced share to not be distributed evenly. They want uneven revenue distribution with the teams earning more, getting more. So that's the holdup Mm -hmm. right now. 
according to Ross Dellinger from Yahoo Sports on the ACC adding at least Stanford and Cal. You know, I'd like SMU. It does smack of desperation. Hey, we won't take any For of your money. Thirty years, we don't need money. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just, we'll just come in. We need to be in here, and good for them for having the kind of donors that'll step up and make that kind of commitment. It's just desperation, but they're playing the long game, and they feel like by being in a Power Five conference, it, it, it it's okay giving up any of the uh, proceeds. Now, Drake, it has to be obviously Florida State and Clemson, and, of course, like UNC, like anybody cares other than basketball, anybody cares about UNC football, but they hold themselves out to be like the big bad. They are not, in anybody's mind, on the level of a Florida State or Clemson. If anybody is going to make a true case for we deserve more of the money, it's Clemson for what they've done, and then it's Florida State for more of its brand. Yeah. What is happening right now is the death of Florida State and the ACC. What we are seeing is the Notre Dame kind of begging to get Stanford in. I don't know why Notre Dame gets a vote in this, but this is Notre Dame begging to get the academic powerhouse of Stanford in, and Stanford kind of dragging Cal, who has a pretty good athletic budget. They're also $400-plus million in debt. And Florida State is seeing all this unfold and going, (laughs) you guys have fun with that. They're gone. They're done. Florida State... By the year 2030, Florida State will not be in the in the ACC anymore, if the ACC still exists, by the way. Uh, this is something I've talked about a lot in the last few weeks. That Florida State is done. They, they don't want to be here for this. They don't want to stick around, and, and they may, they're not making a lot of money. There's no adjustment for inflation in their TV deal. Their grant of rights is uh, abhorrent. They are, going to, they are going to leave the ACC. Then Clemson's not going to let them do that. They're going to go ahead with them, and Miami's going to do the same thing, and then UNC will be in the Big Ten, and then NC State will be in the Big 12, and all for Stanford and Cal and SMU to still not have a conference in five years. This is this is ongoing. This realignment cycle, Matt, will not be done for another decade, and the ACC is who's going to get burnt next. It's just a matter of, of when it, uh, it boils down to three conferences left. You know... I I agree. Um, I I just think it's it's interesting that Florida State is flexing flexing its muscles and trying to leave. And the truth is, I don't know that the SEC nor the Big Ten is dying to have them. There's some thought we're big bad FSU. Yeah. And the SEC should bend over uh, backwards to to get us in the conference. And they're sitting there with Florida already in the conference, and they're not dying to have Florida State. Now, maybe if they could get them in and nobody would have to give up any money, maybe they'd be. Florida State still has to extricate itself uh, via legal wrangling from this grant of rights deal. And I think it probably can be done, but what they ought to do in the, in the meantime is is let these folks in and 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 take some extra money take the extra proceeds that are coming into the conference or whatever that SMU's not paying and um and and I mean they, they in a, you shouldn't like be trying to get out of a conference and blocking other schools at the same time it's a bad look it's like we don't want to be here 
yet we're not going to let anybody else come inside either. It just makes it just makes you look bad, and it already look extremely selfish. Uh, but again, who's not selfish in this land of the well only said. people? Amen. Not, That'll who, preach. The only people who aren't selfish are the people who just don't have anything right now. Poor Washington State and Oregon State sitting out there wondering what their future is. They're not selfish because they don't have anything. All right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Former USC running back Reggie Bush filed a defamation lawsuit against the NCAA today seeking to, quote, hold the NCAA accountable for maliciously attacking his character. The case was filed in Marion County, Indiana Court, where the Indianapolis-based NCAA is located. The NCAA statement in question was issued to ESPN along with other media outlets on July 28, 2021, in response to an inquiry about the possibility of Bush having his records, participation, and his Heisman Trophy restored. It says, quote, although college athletes can now receive benefits, college athletes can now receive benefits from their name, image, and likeness through activities like endorsements and appearances, NCAA rules still do not permit pay-for-play type arrangements. That was part of their explanation for saying, no, we're not going to give you your Heisman back and your records back. So he's going to take them to court. And if it's like any of the other lawsuits against the NCAA, he'll win. Or they'll finally break down. Right, and, or they'll um, compromise. Just give yeah. the Heisman back. Absolutely. That would end this whole thing. Just give him the Heisman. Why did you do this? Was put, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, give Reggie Bush a Heisman, everybody call it a day. I don't, ah, this whole Reggie Bush deal. And, and Matt, it's why I like, it's part of the NIL that I like. USC made hundreds of millions of dollars because of Reggie Bush. He didn't see any of it. Uh, it's, it was, it was, it was a lot of, it was asinine, and I think he should get the Heisman back. I don't think, I, I know. This should just, let's end it here. Give the Heisman back, call it a day. Yeah, because was it seedy at the time, the fact that they basically put his family up in a house or whatever, or paid for a house? Sure. But if you apply today's rules and how NIO money's flying around everywhere, and then, oh, by the way, the way the USC, the former AD, treated people and was horrible yeah. to people. Reggie did so much for that school. Um, you, But what's weird is, I guess at this point, even if USC said, come on back, we love you, it doesn't matter totally. It's not like USC's calling the shots on this thing. The NCAA is. And to y'all's point, that but the court case could go They'll They'll lose eventually. But much like the O'Bannon case, it could go on for 10 years. So Reggie, Reggie's trying to expedite this, and what he's hoping is they can settle this thing out. And maybe they will. Because Reggie's on TV. It's always going to be kind of weird to be suing the NCAA. And, and, and while you're like a, a top analyst on the deal, I think he's still with Fox's Big Noon in that group. So always kind of awkward when something like that happens. All right, uh, Aaron, what else do you have? Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick was on the Dan Patrick Show, spoke about conference realignment, and you won't be surprised, came off slightly hypocritical, although he did include himself in his comments about realignment. He says realignment has been, quote, a complete disaster. Everyone in the industry has to take responsibility here. I'm not excluding myself from that. I think the decision-making lost its way in terms of the focus on student-athletes and what's primarily best for them, which I'm sure 
is the primary deciding factor driving Notre Dame football to remain independent still, right? <sighs> this is like if Benito Mussolini came out and said, we really need to stop that Benito Mussolini guy. It's That's way too much fascism. <laughs> like, what do, what do we do? Uh, what? It's, <laughs> it's, uh, this? This is what you have to say on the Dan Patrick show? <laughs> Look, Dan, I've been doing a lot of bad, bad stuff. But at least we all have been doing it together. Terrible. Yeah. And Notre Dame, who, as you pointed out, gets to benefit from the ACC and all these other sports and then do its just own thing and have the huge thing with NBC, it operates as if it's not even in the NCAA. If it's not in college football, they've been able to operate in a silo. Um, and Swarbrick is like, like if you had to rank Drake right now, the most powerful people in college football, um, you would, or in college athletics, I mean, there might be some presidents. In fact, um, you know, President Livingstone would be pretty high up there as far as the most uh, powerful people. But the commissioner of the SEC would have to be up there at one or two. And Swarbrick would be top five. Yeah. The, uh, the AD at Notre Dame. And, 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 again, he's not even taking part. He's got his own. He's independent. I'll tell you who tried to go independent and hated it were the old uh, Cougars that are now back or with us in the Big 12. Yeah. BYU has a similar fan base as Notre Dame in that it's spread out across the country, although way higher concentrations in Nevada, Utah, that whole area, California, is where the LDS folks are, but they're really all over the world. Um, but they, they just found out they don't quite have the reach or the brand that Notre Dame does, and nobody really does. The biggest brand in, in all of college football right now, I, I don't know. I, I guess you'd have to say Alabama. Georgia. Georgia. Well, we're thinking, though, of just great football programs. Brand-wise, I still think I still think Notre Dame has to be maybe at the top. I mean, you're saying you think Bama uh, has a better brand mm, than Notre Dame? I'm saying I don't think it's Notre Dame. I'm going to have to think on it a little bit more. What metric are you using to say Notre Dame? Uh, well, metric? I just think they've got the bigger reach. Okay. No, I'm just saying eyeballs. Well, Texas um, A&M has a flagship in Saudi Arabia. So. Okay. I, don't know about, I don't know about reach. We're going to talk reach then. That also seems kind of qualitative. They have the most national following of any of any um, football well, program in the country. Dame? I don't think that's true anymore. I don't know. Maybe a little bit Rudy. You know, Rudy was a good movie. No, I mean, it has nothing to do with that. Sean Aston. They have well, – I'm certainly familiar with Sean Aston's work, but I I would say that uh, I still think they do have the biggest national following. Alabama is the monster. Uh I'll tell you who cropped up for a while and had a huge brand in college football was little tiny private school 
called the University of Miami. That was enormous at one point. But as far as, like, their Q rating and all. But I, I would still put Notre Dame in first. Aaron, who are you saying has a bigger following than Notre Dame, like a, a bigger national brand? Are you saying that it would Alabama. be Alabama? Yeah, Alabama. I think UT as well. I still put UT yeah, I, I, I would above Notre that. Dame. I, would, I, I think you're right. I think definitely still in the top five. But I, don't, yeah. I, would, prob- I would put definitely Alabama and Texas ahead of them. Not, not, not happily, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I cannot. What's crazy, guys, is you know who was in this conversation only like 10 years ago? Nebraska? It's a school that doesn't even have a home. No, Stanford. Oh, yeah. Stanford had an enormous, they had a good football program, an excellent football program. They won all the Olympic sports. They were good at pretty much everything. Enormous endowment. And it's a story of a place that just went away. They just kind of, I, I, again, they let it die on the vine, and now they're begging their way into the ACC. Stanford had an enormous brand yep. 10 to 15 years ago, yeah. and it just shows you that it can go away. Now, the University of Texas, because of where it is and what it is, I don't think that could ever go away because we've, we've tried it, right? It's kind of like the Cowboys. If you go for that many years without winning anything, and your brand's still huge, It's your brand is pretty much resistant to losing. And that's what we've seen with, with Texas yep. since they haven't won a conference title since oh, yeah. 2009. All right, an extended, great, go charge them yep. a couple of extra dollars, okay, because uh-huh. you have now gone into the 5 o'clock hour. We do have Barry Trammell coming up at 5.20 today. Very, very interesting announcement that Barry made, the esteemed writer for the Oklahoman, and um, he is with a new organization. We'll talk Sooners football. We'll do the whole thing with with Barry at 520. Drake, appreciate you, buddy. Absolutely. Mariners lost. Always a good time. Mariners remain one game back of the Texas Rangers. That is good information. Drake Toll heads out after his 3-5 to ride on the Matt Mosley Show. We'll see you tomorrow at uh, straight up at three o'clock all right we will get into those texas rangers talk a little bit about what is looking like a free fall that is next the excitement of the new baylor athletic season is here and we're ready to celebrate at our annual meet the bears event it's saturday august 26th at 2 p.m inside mclean stadium the event is free to the baylor family and you'll be able to meet the teams on the concourse and get autographs from your favorite bears fans can buy gear have fun in our kids zone get an exclusive football ticket deal and sign up for the cup club all at meet the bears saturday august 26th 2 p.m at mclean stadium Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. 
Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha Boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville in Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Make buying easier at Richard Carr's construction sale event. The 2023 Buick Encore GX has style that stands out with premium interior at an unbeatable value. Right now, Richard Carr qualified buyers can save $32.50 and drive off in a 2023 Buick Encore GX for $24,435. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments until 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. See dealer for details. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh-squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. 
Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, the 5 o'clock hour is upon us. And uh, Barry Trammell, the esteemed columnist from the Oklahoman, he's leaving the Oklahoman. And that'll be, uh, it's kind of a fascinating deal. They're starting a new website, and uh, it'll be interesting. I believe it's called The Sellout. And we'll keep our eye on what uh, all that is about. But Barry is going to join us in just about 10 minutes. Uh, Aaron, we will need, we've got some breaking news. Beat me to it. I think it's the same story. Go ahead. Well, this involves the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. And uh, the, uh, in fact, uh, CBS News, uh, Texas, this is Bill Jones on us for the day just kind of broke in and reported this on their uh, newscast. But this uh, was announced today at a Cowboys kickoff event at the Star. DeMarcus Ware will be inducted into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. You might say, well, I thought we just went into the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Sometimes one happens first and then the Ring of Honor thing happens. Jerry's been a little bit reluctant to let that next wave uh, of of the young players, which Ware would certainly be one of those, Ware probably still in his 30s, maybe, late 30s, early 40s, uh, and uh, he is now in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and will now also be put in the Ring of Honor, and um, which the only – Pro football, and that'll kind of make the only pro football Hall of Famer that the Cowboys have that's not in the ring of honor once DeMarcus goes in is Jimmy. And, of course, that always causes all kinds of controversy. Um, and and the truth is Jerry and Jimmy should just at some point go in together, and it'll be fine. But only Jerry just cannot. He's never handled the Jimmy aspect of this very well, and it causes a lot of emotion. And understandably, everybody has a different uh, reaction to all that. But DeMarcus Ware will be inducted into the Cowboys Ring of Honor, and uh, the Jerry Jones just made the announcement uh, just a little bit ago at an event. And David Moore, in fact, has a... Uh, has a picture up now, said Jerry Jones just surprised Marcus Ware by telling him he'll be inducted into the Cowboys Ring of Honor this season. And Demarcus is up there on the stage with somebody as he's uh, as he is receiving this news. So you're seeing this all. And Aaron, given the the new the breaking news that we started with today, this is a much nicer uh you know, this is a much nicer story uh, than the uh, arrest that we had, and um, that will uh, that will be uh, something we need to address. Uh, Sam Williams from the uh, Cowboys, nice pass rusher out of Ole Miss. 
Um, he was arrested Sunday. And you might say, well, wait, that was, uh, wasn't that a while back? And the answer would be yes. Um, but we're just getting the news about that. And uh, had some THC in the car and had a uh, gun, uh, unlawful gun. So there was a, we- a misdemeanor weapons charge. We think that's because he had the gun and the THC, and um, and and it the the substance that he had the THC it rises to a felony charge. Now, when you have some uh, some THC and a gun, you know there there's there's some factors that can cause a charge to go up, uh, and there's some details still that we'll need to. We'll need to get on this. But, uh, Aaron, I would say the most interesting aspect of this is the felony part of it. I mean, you say, well, Matt, it's a really good player for the Cowboys, a starter or a potential. Aaron, what we call Sam Williams? Let's see. Because Micah lines up at defensive end a lot. So does Lawrence. I think he plays so much that he's basically like a starter if he's not. He puts up really good numbers. He was arrested Sunday and booked on charges of possession of a controlled substance and the unlawful carrying of a weapon. Um, Former second-round pick accused of possessing less than one gram of THC, an extractable active ingredient found in marijuana and often used as a concentrate. Williams was not found with marijuana. (laughs) Okay, this is where it gets weird. Whatever it was, was probably the was something that would have ended up like in a vape pen or and and it says the alleged THC as a penalty two group substance drew a felony charge. Now, do I think he'll plead out and get the felony somehow uh, to a misdemeanor? I do, I do, and I think he'll be okay on this. I I don't know what the NFL will do on this front because the there is some context to he's um is subject to NFL review. The NFL generally waits until the legal process concludes to consider levying a fine, so it's unlikely the arrest will result in any games missed for Williams during the 2023 season. Zeke missed like six games. And he was never arrested on a domestic violence charge. That was one where the league did its own investigation, and it rose to the level of a six-game, and that started a big war between Jerry and the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell. Now, further context. Earlier this year, Williams was formally charged with misdemeanor reckless driving following his role on December 22nd car crash in Plano um he drove as fast as 98 miles per hour in a 55 uh, mile per hour zone weaving in between in and out of vehicles on January 7th he turned himself in for booking and was assigned a $5,000 bond and released one day after the first round playoff win at the Buccaneers um Aaron, I don't think he's going to miss games over this. It's just kind of a weird distraction. Not a great place for him to be out on a Sunday, getting arrested. Second time he's dealt with something like this. 
and he collided with a vehicle in that first one when he was going apparently 98 in a 55. Aaron, stop me if you've ever heard an Ole Miss football player and the word and the letters THC. All right, we we had a run on NFL players, and it was either Mississippi State or Ole Miss. And there were a lot of guys that either started out in another college and ended up at Mississippi State or had to leave Mississippi State or Ole Miss. And they've had some great, great pass rushers and other players, but have issues in this regard. Aaron, it does not look like Sam Williams will miss time. And uh, I think it'll be, uh, uh, I think this thing will probably go away. But Aaron, I just think it's a disturbing pattern. Um, and we'll talk more about this. I keep getting reminded that we need to uh, we need to be quick here because we do have Barry Trammell from the Oklahoman, although he's leaving the Oklahoman. He is the foremost expert on all Oklahoma Sooners, Oklahoma State. Uh, great guy to talk to on a day like today. It is Barry Trammell returns to the Matt Mosley Show next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Brian Jeffries, our guest, longtime voice of the Arizona Wildcats. The preference would have been, hey, let's keep the Pac-12 together. It's a 108-year-old conference. There's great traditions there. I'd say 90% of the Arizona fans are excited. They're thrilled that the Big 12 is going to be their landing spot. It's an established, it's a premier conference. They know what they're getting as opposed to waiting and seeing what the Pac-12 might have become. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgin Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgin Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgin Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgin Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgin Ford. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. My house has a new Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, 
anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, rolling through the 5 o'clock hour. Joined by Barry Trammell now, the Oklahoman. And uh, Barry, I'm seeing a, a picture of you right now. You've got some eye black. I don't know if you maybe call this eye green. It's kind of an interesting look. I never have seen you with eye black on. Uh, it's on a billboard that uh, says "I'm a sellout," which is an interesting, which is an interesting billboard. But uh, Barry, I guess I should start out with uh, thanks for being on with us and congratulations on this new venture that we can talk about a little bit. But uh, that's got to be a weird, surreal feeling for you to be leaving the newspaper business after uh, after 45 years. Is it? Uh, I guess you're excited, but it, it's got to feel a little bit bittersweet right now. Well, Matt, I'll be honest. <laughs> there's not there's not a whole lot of bitterness. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. I was 45 years in newspapers. The last mm-hmm. 32 at the Oklahoman. And uh, loved every day of it. And still, you know, love the people over there. And some great friends and colleagues. And I'll still be having high adventures with them on road trips and press boxes and all that. But, you know, it, it just came a time when I got an opportunity for something new and something fresh and something modern, which a 62-year-old guy sort of needs. And um, I, uh, the people that the people that I'm going with, Jenny Carlson's, you know, she's been my sidekick uh, columnist 24 years. We've been partners, and she's going with us. Uh, my former sports editor is going to be running our ship. We've got local ownership. It's sort of a new venture, a, a new model, and uh, just couldn't be more excited. So I'm fired up for it mm. and, um, you know, still going to be doing the same thing, covering the Big 12, eventually covering the SEC, covering the Thunder. But uh, I'm I'm fired up for it, and we launched September 1st. Selloutcrowd.com is the name of it, selloutcrowd.com. All right, sellout crowd 
Hutchinsonsports.com. And you mentioned some of the names in this thing. The Hutchins twins, the sports writing uh, twins there. Ed Murray, Sam Mays, a good group that's headed over there. And uh, the marketing campaign is nice. Now, were you the only one, Barry, that got your own billboard? I mean, that's pretty. And, and exactly where was that? Uh, I saw a picture of it. Was that kind of on the yeah. edge of campus over there? Where did they put that billboard? Oh, well, they, what they did is they put them all over town, um, all over Oklahoma City on one of those rotating deals. Um Oh yeah, you, uh, you know, digital boards. Digital boards that flip. Yeah. So people saw it all over. And what they did was they came up with, uh, I think it was uh, two weeks ago. I can't remember the timeline, or maybe it was last week. Anyway, all of a sudden, just black background with these words: "Barry Trammell is a sellout," and people got all alarmed. I mean, there was much wailing and gnashing of teeth among some people, including people that ought to know better. Uh, but people thought, hey, somebody's out to get me. The Oklahoman's mad at me. I got, you know, somebody said, is Russell Westbrook buying billboards? Um, but it was clearly just marketing. Our, you know, yeah. our, our company is just great marketing. I got, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in my life group at church, uh, great friends of ours, great couple. She texted us and said, oh, Barry, we, you know, we're Barry and Trish, we love you and we're supporting you and we're holding you up in prayer and we'll help you through this. And, you know, we had to break it to them. You know, this is, you know, that's actually part of the plan. So, uh, but yeah. And then, and then coming back with the sort of the explanatory, uh, they did the same thing uh, a few days later with Sam Mays. Sam, if I don't, people might remember was a great offensive lineman at OSU in the, the early two thousands under Les miles. He's had a nice career in radio since then, and he's joined us as a podcaster. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not the only one that got the uh, that got the uh, treatment, but it's it's been pretty successful, and it's been humbling to hear from people that, you know, uh, sad that we're leaving the newspaper, but happy that that they can still find us somewhere else. Oh, I I love hearing about your life group, by the way, and and uh, yeah, they were just thinking about you and holding you up uh, in yeah. prayer. What denomination is it? I'll Matt, Matt, I'll tell yeah. you another one. Sunday at church, <laughs> uh, we stopped and, pr- they stopped and we had prayer in the middle service and whatnot. And these people that I know somewhat, they live in my neighborhood. I don't know them well, but I know them, you know, somewhat. The woman just came over and to me said, Barry, I've been thinking about you, and I just just feel like me and my husband need to pray for you because uh, we know what you've been going through. <laughs> and uh, I didn't have the heart to, I did not have the heart to tell her. Uh, that you know what it's actually part of the deal. So I just you know I let her pray for you. No heck, you can't ever have enough prayer from good people. So yeah, um, yeah. But it's been it's been fun. It's been great, and uh, um, we're really excited. Now, who is selloutcrowd dot com? It's a great group, but it's going to take some money to get a group like this to leave the newspaper business out there in the media world. Can you tell us? Like, who's kind of behind this? I mean, did you and Jenny just put those big paychecks together and just decide yeah, yeah, to? Yeah, to... <laughs> yeah I, I sold my minority ownership in the Thunder and just ventured out into the <laughs> you know, Sold one of my yachts. Who needs two, who needs two yachts? Nobody needs two yachts. That's right. No, That's we, right. Uh, a former deputy sports editor of mine, when I was sports editor of the Oklahoma 20 years ago, I hired a, a fairly young guy to be the deputy sports editor. Mike Taylor was his name. 
He turned out to be not that great of a deputy sports editor, but was a great internet guru in the early days of the internet. And he was always messing around on the internet. He eventually left, formed a uh, formed a uh, social media company, very successful. And he hatched this idea uh, three years ago. And he went out and uh, in the last eight months has raised the capital. Uh, very well funded, and and we mm. we got we got we got the funds to to make a three three year runway, and hopefully be in such great shape that it'll just keep keep going. So um, okay, we've got a lot a lot of momentum. So I th- I think it's going to be successful. And can you already subscribe, or do we have to wait till September first when it launches? I guess on that day, will people be able to get on there and find out yeah. what the rates are and that type of thing? Well, here's the great thing about it, Matt. It's not subscription based. It's free to oh, it's free to all. Oh um, wow! Yeah, so that's okay. the key. Is you know, in the last five years, everybody has come to the realization you got to subs- make you got to get subscriptions. You got to get people to pay. Except, guess what? We've also realized everybody's sick of subscriptions. Everybody's yeah. got all these subscriptions. They don't even know what they have. You know, you got five for streaming, three for uh, some media website. Um, you just you can't keep up with it all. When you want to cancel, you can't. You don't know how to cancel, and it's just a turnoff anymore. Subscriptions have become a turnoff, mm-hmm. and so the model we have are we are selling advertising. Of course, that's mm-hmm. a tough that's a tough racket, but you can you can do some. But we're also sponsorship driven. And uh, we are selling uh, major sponsorships from some of the premier companies in Oklahoma and gotten off to a good start that way. So that's sort of the business model is, you know, I want to be associated with Jenny Carlson. I want to be associated with Thunder coverage. I want to be associated with OU when it goes to the SEC. I want to be associated with this new look Big 12. So that kind of thing. And uh, the, the early returns are very good. We launched September 1st, but right now you can go to Sellout Crowd, sign mm-hmm. up and for our newsletter, and which means uh, we will email you all of our stuff. Like every morning you'll get a thing that says, here's what Barry Trammell has produced in the last 12 hours. And, yeah. you know, two, two things I've written and a podcast or whatever. And sign up for whoever you want to hear from. So, yeah, you can yeah. sign up. Now, uh, between now and September 1st, and then on September 1st, we launch and, and we'll, we'll be uh, producing all kinds of content. All right. Call me if you ever need uh, some podcasting. You know, I love doing that. And, uh, but oh, yeah. S- Trammel's uh, scissor tells. He'll just take it right over there. Uh, and uh, this will be fun over there on the, uh, the sellout.com. Uh, now, what about the. Uh, what about? Isn't it funny that now that the the Pac-12 is gone, or basically gone, doesn't it feel surreal to you to know? And you were the first person, kind of legitimate person, who was reporting that Colorado was indeed gone. I mean, you suggested it, but you also kind of reported it. As I recall, said, "Hey, I've got a source saying that Colorado's gone. They're leaving and coming to the Big 12. And I remember thinking, "Golly, really?" Are Barry's going to say that? I mean, it doesn't seem like Barry just to jump out there on an island. Just all, well, it 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 exact it happened, and then like a house of cards in one day, the whole thing came crashing down. How looking back on all what you were hearing, did you think 
that that Colorado thing was going to have the domino effect it's had, or does the destruction surprise you that it, that it, that it all kind of uh, you know fell apart like it did? I'm still surprised it fell apart like it did. I thought the Pac-12 would figure out how to make it work. I thought it was best for them to stick together. Uh, but in May, I had a Big 12 coach just tell me, matter of fact, Colorado's coming. They've already told us. It's set. They're just sort of, well, I don't know what they are. Still, to this day, don't know what they were waiting on. Maybe, you know, give the Pac-12 plenty of opportunity to to come through or, you know, at least listen to the pitch for the TV contract. But this Big 12 coach said it's a done deal. Colorado's coming. He said, I don't know about anybody else, but Colorado's coming. So that's why I reported what I did. Um, I did think that the Pac-12 could have could have made it work with San Diego State. Um, but when, if you remember, late June, or mid-June, really, San Diego State issues that letter that says, well, mm-hmm. we're not really, we're not saying we're leaving, but we're leaving, basically mm-hmm. is what they said. And you thought, well, here goes the Aztecs. And then in late June, all of a sudden, coming, you know, San Diego State's running back toward the Mountain West, saying, "Hey, don't leave, don't, don't, don't leave the dock. We're jumping on shit. We got to get back on." <laughs> and when that happened, you knew, hey, something, something kooky's going on. If they can't even get, you know, they can't even get the lifeboat of San Diego State to to help out. Um, and you know, Arizona and Arizona State seems pretty clear. Arizona wanted to come. Arizona State didn't. Um, and at, uh, at the, when, when Oregon and Washington, I, I still think the four corner schools might've were going to come even if the big 10 hadn't pilfered Washington, Oregon, maybe not, but probably, but then when the big 10 said, come on to Oregon, Washington, mm-hmm. that was it. I mean, uh, you know, everybody's, everybody's running for their lives. So it's, to me, it's a, uh, it's. People in Waco and Stillwater and Manhattan are going to get a charge out of this because this is just the ultimate example of arrogance taking you down. Um, Think about what the Pac-12 could have done in July of 21. Mm -hmm. Literally all they had to do, literally, is just call four schools. Just call Baylor, TCU, Tech, OSU. Say, eh, come on, let's go. Um, in 22, uh, it was a little late. When USC and UCLA jumped, it was a little late. But they didn't, they didn't want any part of Baylor. They didn't want any part of OSU. They didn't want any part of Tech. They didn't want any part of TCU. And most of that is academic arrogance. Some of it is cultural arrogance. Um, I assume you've heard the story of of the disastrous television negotiations where, you know, some somebody somewhere on some campus said each school was worth $50 million a year. Mm-hmm. And the president at whatever school it was um, just latched onto that and, and convinced his, his colleagues that, hey, we're going to get $50 million a year. And when, when they – Took that to ESPN and sat down with ESPN. ESPN said, how about $30 million a year? And um, 
The Pac-12 said, no, we think we're worth $50 million a year. And ESPN did not say no. ESPN said goodbye. Mm. And walked away and called Brett Yormark and said, would you guys like this deal? We've got this money to spend. We'll, we'll give it to you. And Yormark jumped all over it. And now the Big 12 is, you know, at least in the next, for the next go-round, the, the, the Big 12 is solid. And the Pac-12 is about to be a memory. Yeah. And I think you're talking about that might have been Mike Crow, the president at Arizona State, who was kind of leading that charge of we're worth a lot more than that. Uh, it's weird that Arizona State would have that much say in anything. It's also funny, uh, Barry Trammell joining us on the Matt Mosley show, selloutcrowd.com. Again, that's selloutcrowd.com, launching September 1st. Of course, he's coming over from the Oklahoman, where he's been for many, many years, 32 years. Um, but the Longhorn Network, in some crazy way, both almost blew the conference up, but saved it in some ways, right? Because OU Tech, Oklahoma State, all ready to go to the Pac-12 back in circa 2010. And DeLoss and the gang said, nah, we still really like this idea of the Longhorn Network. And looking back, the Pac-12 guy, should Larry, uh, should have said, hey, come on, bring it in. But they had their Pac-12 network that they were wanting to do. And, and it just didn't. And Texas said no. You know, they basically turned Texas down. But Texas knew the Longhorn Network. And they stayed put. And the conference stayed together. I mean, it's just it's kind of wild. And the Longhorn Network, of course, is now finally going away. It, so much to do about nothing because the Longhorn Network never am- amounted to what everybody was thought it was going to be, which was like this enormous recruiting tool and an unfair advantage in the conference. I'm sure the Sooners thought the same thing. Oh, I can't believe they get to have the Longhorn Network. And, Barry, of course, the Longhorn Network has never really amounted to anything, has it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it. It's almost as big of a boondoggle as the Pac-12 network, and when you get right down to it. But you're right. You know, the, the Longhorn Network did almost destroy the Big 12 and then did save it. It's like the old Chinatown scene. Remember when they're slapping around, um, oh, who's the actress that played? Uh, she played Bonnie. She's Bonnie and Bonnie Faye, and Clyde. Faye, Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. You know, they're slapping Faye Dunaway, trying to get her to tell the truth. And she's talking about the girl, and she says, she's my daughter. She's my sister. She's my daughter. She's my sister. They're both. It's, she's right on both ends. You know, the, uh, Devo TV saved the Big 12. Devo TV ruined the Big 12. Devo TV saved the Big 12. All of that is true. It's, it's very complicated. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the, uh, when, you, when you think that the TV people know what they're doing, you can go to something like the Longhorn Network and see just what a catastrophic disaster that was for ESPN. You know, it was the uh, the Pac-12 didn't have the sense to take its network and make make it a partner with a network like Fox mm-hmm. and the Big Ten. You know, give a lot of put some of the uh, put some of the uh, responsibility on the networks. Uh, you know, Texas, to their credit, is not out anything. You know they didn't. They didn't have to invest uh, a princely sum the no. way ESPN did for the Longhorn Network, and now it's going to go quietly into the night when they go into the SEC. 
so it's uh yeah and and even even the uh if you remember matt i'm sure you do the the 08 09 2010 back when the, this whole thing was starting oh what a what a massive competitive advantage it was going to give the longhorns yeah. well guess what it's been the worst period of football in their history that during bevo tv's era so um that hasn't at all come to fruition so um the big 12 is you know maybe texans will understand this oklahomans don't really get it because you know it's not their history and they're not most of them aren't history majors but like santa <laughs> and general santa Ana, who you know the, the americans thought they'd killed santa Ana two or three times and then another skirmish pops up 10 10 years later and there he is leading the charge for the mexican revolution or whatever else they're fighting he's, he's down to one leg and you know, uh, old as the hills, and he's still fighting. And that's sort of what the Big 12 is. They just, no matter how time, any times you think you've knocked them out, here they come. And they're just, uh, you know, still in there swinging away. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's pretty cool. I, uh, of course, I'm a Big 12 guy. I'm going to have to cover both conferences now, um, uh, starting next year. But I'll always have an affinity for the Big 12. I think it's, I think it's great what they've got. Uh, a lot of new teams. You know, here's how crazy the Big 12 is. Um, TCU now ranks seventh out of 16 teams in conference seniority. Um, you know, it feels like <laughs> TCU just joined the league. The, uh, you know, with Baylor Tech, OSU, KUK State, Iowa State, that's the only ones left from, from the launch of 1996. But, you know, they're still, they're still doing well, though. So I, I think the future, at least the near future, the, you know, the, ne- the la- this next decade, still pretty bright for the Big 12. Mm-hmm. You think the Pokes are excited about this new look Big 12 and have they, they'll get yes. one last yes. bedlam, but they've had about enough of the bedlam talk yes. and they're, they're going to say yes. goodbye to the Sooners and they're, they, they have some excitement over yes. this whole new look? Answer to all of those is yes. Okay. Um, Mike Gundy likes to say that OU killed the bedlam series. And it's a little bit back to Chinatown. He's right. But you can also say OSU killed the Bedlam series. Um, The reason Bedlam football is going to die, uh, apparently going to die, starting next year, is because neither side wants to play. They could play. They could easily play. In fact, OU has sort of set itself up. You know, when 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 the SEC news broke, that was one of the big marketing plan ploys for OU. They said, hey, we want to keep Bedlam alive. We want to play in everything. The president said it. Joe Castiglione said it. So they're sort of on the record for that. And it was there for OSU to keep this series alive. And it didn't happen. I thought it was a mistake for tradition. I thought it was a mistake for college football entertainment. I thought it was a mistake for Big 12 television contracts. You know, OU's worth something. If you know you're getting them at least once every two years, mm-hmm. um, which you would with a game in Stillwater, then that's worth something on the television contract. On the other hand, you can sort of see OSU's deal. I think it's, I think the series, it's, it's now the longest un- uninterrupted state series in America uh, among major colleges. COVID knocked out some things like Indiana, Purdue, and somebody mm-hmm. else. Um, 1904, they fight every year since 1904. And it's like, OU leads the series, I think it's 90 to 19. 
plus some ties. <laughs> I mean, you know, Mike Gundy's the best coach they've ever had, most successful they coach they've ever had. And he's been the coach, let's say, 05 to 22. He's been the coach 18 years, and he's beat them three times. He's got a worse record than all the other OSU coaches put together in Bedlam. And they're just frustrated by the series, and they don't mind it going away as a program. Um, you know, OU's going to be making about twice as much money in the media contract. So, you know, you can understand the Cowboys looking at it as an unfair fight. But the truth is OU's always had more resources. Texas has always had more resources than, than Baylor. Um, that's just a fact of life and the way college football is structured. So I think, you know, I think OSU is just sort of glad to get the Sooners in the rearview mirror. Well, I tell you, I'm uh, excited for you. This is, uh, you're right, you know, you, you think it's kind of, uh, you know, late in your career, and then you get to do something really fun like this. So selloutcrowd.com. I hope it's not late in your career. I hope you do it for another 20 years, and uh, and that'll be fun. This will be a new deal, and, and I hope it uh, goes extremely well. By the way, I'm mad that OU and OSU, neither one of them on Baylor's schedule this that? year. You don't get one that, crack. Man? You don't get the last crack at them. And, uh, yeah, just just really crazy that they're not doing well, that. You know, goofball, I'm, the Big 12 knows what it's doing. I'm not – I don't know what all the ramifications were. OSU's come out, a schedule come out, and everybody misses four teams. You know, it's four teams you don't play. You knew the four teams OSU aren't playing? Texas, Texas Tech, TCU, and Baylor. <laughs> the four Texas schools that have been in the Big 12, OSU's playing none of them. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes you're right. That just makes zero sense. It's a weird schedule. In some ways, it's beneficial to them, but to their fans and to these rivalries that we need to kind of continue on and get legs. It's a strange thing, Barry. That was fun. I uh, I appreciate it, and uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you in a press box very soon. Hey, Matt. Good to talk to you. All right, there he goes, Barry Trammell, formerly with the Oklahoman, now at selloutcrowd.com. All right, it is time. We've got to say goodnight. The dismount is next. The Axtell Coaches Show with Craig Horn is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Coach, uh, last season coming off a really good year, you know, took a run in the playoffs. Um, how helpful was that for you returning guys, just getting a few extra weeks of practice and getting a taste of playoff football? Well, I mean, it's huge from not just a physical standpoint, but, you know, psychologically because, you know, it it gets you over the hump in the, in the aspect that kids know that they can make playoffs, they can win a playoff game. It's it's not just something that, you know, you're spouting off at the, at the mouth about at the beginning of the season. So I think they know – you know, if they do things right, they work hard. We execute that we can play football for a while. And Who were some guys that impressed you with the work they put in during the uh, off-season program? Well, really just about everybody that we have back on varsity. Most of our guys were at summer workout every single day. You know, they, they've committed to lifting weights at 5.30 in the morning all through off-season. You know, there were most days we were done with the weight workout and a track workout before the sun came up. What does Moody do well that you guys have to uh, figure out how to stop this week? 
Uh, but, you know, it, it's year two for those guys over there as far as coaching staff coming back. I think the kids have a better understanding of what's being asked of them up front on the offensive and defensive lines. You can you can kind of see that. Where last year with both of us, both staffs being new, there's a lot of confusion, a lot of hesitation. And when you watch video on them this year, you know, like I said, kid, kids kind of know where they're supposed to be lined up and kids are moving with purpose. And ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, 